Hey, Russell fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 73, Shaq, Onita, and J.J. Dillon. What's up, Warheads? Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 73. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Brett Miles, how are you, pal? Do you want to give out my social, my address are you saying that your last name is equivalent to giving out your social security number i mean practically okay that's that's the way these things work in life okay at my uh my my place of employment okay they've been like kind of like cracking down a little bit like oh like with whatever they just say don't give out zip codes i'm like it's a fucking zip code okay like what are we doing here don't give out zip codes for what like Like for, for like like if somebody's like Looking for something, and you're like, "Oh, I'll search around your area." Uh, I can't be like, "Hey, this is your zip code, right?" Uh, like, what? Weird. Yeah, it's weird. That's shit. interesting. There, t- times are getting tight at the FBI, I guess, for you to, <laughs> them, for them to say you stop Excuse giving me. out those things. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, thank God, because Brett Miles isn't my real name. My uh, my employer is doing something similar. Only instead of not giving out zip codes, they're giving out COVID. <laughs> Wait, does anybody I know that I work with listen to this? No, I don't talk about wrestling at work. What the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, I work from home, so uh, oh well. I don't know. I hope everybody's okay. All right, uh, how are you, pal? Uh, that's a loaded question. It's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> you've had a you've had I, a busy and dangerous week. Having the details, we won't get into. No, we will not. But everybody's fine uh, for the most part. Yeah. And uh, but you've been a busy boy. I've been a I've been a busy boy. Uh, so did you finish? Or we talked about this off air, but did you finish both shows this week? You didn't. I did. Oh, okay, you did. Um, okay. So and we'll talk about it during it. But yeah. the second show that I watched, ooh, was it a chore? Yeah. As the show went on. Okay. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> cool. God damn it. Um, that could be any show. I don't actually don't know what show you're talking about. I literally just told you this. I know, and I don't pay attention when you talk. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. It's true. I don't mean that. You're yeah, not. It's fine. You're, uh, you're, you're a good egg. I yeah. appreciate you. All right. Uh, so we don't really have news. Uh, unrelated to the show, Jim Crockett died. Rest in peace, Jim Crockett. Uh, Crockett I mean, Cup. Do I have a uh, Do I have a promoter that I feel is is more special to me? I don't. I don't know. Jim Oh, well, maybe I guess so. Paul Heyman, a good booker, is Jim Crockett stuff. What promoter is Jim Crockett was? Eh, I mean, that's debatable. It's debatable. But Paul how, much, how many? I wonder uh, on his how many people Jim Crockett owed money on his deathbed because Paul Heyman's going to have a lot of people lined up. Dude, like I, if Tommy I always, Dreamer doesn't kill him. I was just about to say, man, I always go back to that story where Dreamer wanted to jump the barricade and fucking shoot Paul Heyman at WrestleMania. Right. Not storyline. He's like, no, I wanted to legit kill him. I wanted, yeah, not shoot on him. No, I shoot wanted to him. shoot shoot him with shoot a him gun. With a gun. Yeah, Fuck this him. man now wrestles in the main event impact. Anyway, um, <laughs> is Paul still WWE employed? Oh yeah, he's with Roman. Yeah, he's with Roman. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't watch that product, the main stuff. Um, because I asked that because we were talking about Lesnar earlier and how he's not and Brocky boy, bro, old Bork laser. Um, yeah. Uh, so that that's really it. But man, Jim Crockett, uh, he's got some good wrestling with his name on it. Yeah, I mean, so people refer to that era as Crockett era, right? You know, and right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like honestly, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, Jim Crockett. I don't fucking know. I know it was just Crockett Promotions. That's all. Right. 
territories, brother. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Let's um, see. Hold on. I'm going to look it up real quick. Okay. Crockett Jr. wrestling promoter from 73 to 89. So he stopped being a promoter when I was born. Yes. Okay. I mean, I still like wrestling pre-1990, even though I was born in 89. Right. He retired in 94. Uh, he took over. Yeah. Um, he brought in George Scott as head booker, and he signed Wahoo McDaniels and Ric Flair. So he was elected Those first term as NWA, NWA president in 82. Uh, second term. Uh, he bought Vince McMahon Saturday Night TV time slot on the Superstation. What well, wasn't that the when Vince did that to him? Uh, it says what, he, what it was called like Black Saturday or some uh, shit. You ever hear about that? No, I no? have no idea. Okay. But it says here, Crockett was elected a second term of NWA president in '85. He bought Vince McMahon Saturday Night TV spot. Uh, that's when he did the Crockett Senior Memorial Cup. Because uh, I know there's a story where Vince bought like a Saturday yeah. time slot on TBS and the fans were like outraged over it because they wanted mm. their NWA guys. In 87, he bought out championship wrestling from Florida and the UWF. That was where he got Sting and Jim Ross. Okay. Uh, let's see. Not my UWF. No. Let's see. Herb Abrams forever. And then in 88, November 88, he sells it to Ted Turner. Okay. Yeah. Well, Jim Barnett is promoter. Some of that era wrestling is fucking outstanding. He remained NWA president until 91. So, okay. Late 70s to we'll say 91. That's a There might be some good wrestling in there. That's a good Adam run. Van will never see any of it. <laughs> but there's some good wrestling in that's, there. It's a good run, kid. It's a good run. It's a rest of peace. I know yes. it doesn't have anything to do with this show. No, but, uh, but it's but, it's wrestling, man. But if you're watching Prime Dusty Rhodes or Prime Ric Flair, chances are you're going to see Crockett before it or during it or after it or whatever. I thought Prime Ric Flair was TNA Ric Flair. Yes. Yo, I watched that promo battle with him and Jay Lethal. Have you ever seen that from TNA? Is, is it when Lethal does the impression? It's, dude, that's, yeah. it's still yes. amazing. Yeah. Like, I love it so yeah. much. And you can see Flair, like, fucking Was cracking. Lethal Black Machismo at that point? Or no, no, I don't okay. think he was. But, right. dude, like... I love that promo so much. Right. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Watch a lot of weird stuff because you said that and I was like, I watched an SAT match this week. Why? And I was like, oh, yeah, Pain Picks. Yeah, dude, Pain Picks is the coolest. Right. <laughs> anyway, no news related that we won't talk about while we run through the shows. So I guess we're not going to do any news segment, right? Nah. Okay. <laughs> we got, there's news, but we'll talk about it when it comes up in the shows. Uh,. Let's start off, I guess, AWA Women's Tournament. Is that what we're doing? The AWA Women's AWA Tournament. AWA Women's Tournament. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well. Laverne, uh, Laverne Gagne. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking, what the hell? No. Who are the uh, the Jumping Bomb Angels? Who do they wrestle at Rumble, 80, er, Rumble 89? My brain doesn't work like all that. Right. I don't know. It was just like one old white woman and another old white woman. Okay, That's good. all I remember. They both had perms. I'm sure they had names. How respectful of you. I want to say one of them was named Judy. Judy Bagwell, is it jumping? It was Judy. It it's was... weird because my mind went Judy Dench, but I'm like, no, that's definitely wrong. Okay, uh, and I, then I almost said Judy Garland, but uh, no, that's also wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm a fool. The Glamour Girls. That's it. There we are. Was one of them named Judy? I don't know. We're gonna figure this out though. Oh come on, baby! What an interesting podcast this is. I mean, I think it is. This is fun. Fun for me. 
the Glamour Girls, Judy Martin. See, I was fucking there. And Leilani Kai. Leilani Kai was in the Glamour Apparently Girls? Apparently so. Really? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, those are the two members, Leilani Kai. Yeah. I find that hard to believe for some reason. It's on Wikipedia, so it must be true. Well, you know what? You're, <laughs> you're not wrong about that. Um, was it the 88 Rumble that was the first one? I don't know. Or was, was there? This? Hold on. Okay, hold on. Yeah, hold the fucking phone. Yeah, the 88 Rumble. Glamour Girls versus the Jumping Bomb Angels. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know who. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was. All right, Leilani Kai. All right, well. A, a stunning two out of three false match for the WWF Women's Tag Team titles that went 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Leilani Kai's real name, Patty Seymour. Dude, I love that the first Rumble, the Rumble wasn't even the main event. The main right. event was the Islanders versus the fucking Young Stallions. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, uh, that Rumble match ain't going to last. <laughs> it's got no future, kid. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you watch, if you listen to uh, Longbox Heroes After Dark, our fellow Sumi Network podcast, but they do the six movies that people haven't seen. Yes. And they did Highlander like a week or two yes, ago. Yes, I, I did listen. Uh, and uh, the the joy of in Joe's voice talking about the wrestling match at the Garden at the beginning of that. And Todd's disgust of talking about the wrestling match at the Garden and how it was supposed to be hockey, but it didn't work out, so they yeah. had to do wrestling. Uh, fantastic. Uh, really <laughs> w- great stuff. That was a fun and, episode. And uh, Highlander being uh, occasional guest of the show, Michelle, my wife, it's her favorite movie, and she hates wrestling. So I always love to remind her that her favorite movie opens with professional wrestling. With wrestling, God damn it. Right. But anyway, let's move on. on to the AWA the A- Women's Tournament. AEW <laughs> Women's Tournament semifinals and through well, the finals, finals, semifinals, yeah. semifinals, bracket side. <laughs> well, it, I don't know. It depends on what day you watched and what episode you watched. And shit was all right. over the place. Uh, right, because it was on Bleacher Report. Yeah. And so, Tony Khan got mad because they fucked it up. Yeah. So they put it up on YouTube, thankfully, because I didn't remember to watch it on Sunday. Well, I was like, there's no way I'm watching this on Bleacher Report. Right. Uh, so I was like, I'll just figure out a way, the, some yeah. other means. It was an odd decision not to put it up on YouTube anyway. Yeah, well, so it was funny. Like I, I was doing, so, so Saturday, uh, I got my second COVID vaccine. Yeah, I'm congratulations. Good to go. Sunday, I was laid up all day pretty much with a fucking sure. headache. Um, but I was, I don't even remember what I was watching. And I know like it was around 7 o'clock at night they said that they were putting it up. And I was watching something on YouTube, and I went back to the main page, and it was just like, oh, like the mm-hmm. match is premiering live. I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck happened? Yeah. So I went on Twitter, and I saw Tony uh, say, like, hey, BR Live mm-hmm. was supposed to have these for international viewers. I guess right. international viewers couldn't watch it. He right. goes, they were like said they were going to do it. So yeah. you know what? Fuck it. They didn't. I put the matches up on there YouTube. There you go. So I waited until it was done, and then yeah. I watched them. Okay. Um, so I didn't watch. I watched them all, like, Tuesday night. Okay. Yeah, I did. I watched them all Tuesday, and then I also suffered through a little bit of dark, uh, like a fool. You're quite the martyr. I, I do it all for the praise and adoration of our listeners. I thought you did, I thought you did it all for the nookie. Uh, speaking of our listeners, before we get into this, actually, I keep pushing this back. Uh, but if you're listening to us uh, by way of Barstool Sports. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> welcome I thought, aboard. I thought you were going to save that for later. Uh, welcome aboard. Uh Everyone, I'll get into it later. But uh, I just if 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 you uh, found us uh, through that Bobby Eaton looking dummy, uh, hi, welcome. 
uh, chances are you're not going to like us if you like Barstool, but you never know. We'll talk more about that. You later. never know. But all right. AEW Women's Tournament opens yeah. up with a six-person tag team match. I don't have notes on it. Why the hell not? Well, because, like, I don't know. I was just like, eh, matches don't really matter. Here. Okay. That's, um, but wow. I know the one team was mm-hmm. Sheeta. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's Magura? Was that her? May Saruga. Okay, Saruga. Uh-huh. Whatever. I combined uh-huh. the two. I don't remember who their tag team partner was. Do Rin, you have it written down? Rin Katakura. Yes, ever, I do. Then why are you doing it? Uh, because I'd like to see you sweat. <laughs> oh, um, well, I don't like sweat. You it know was, that. It was Hikaru Shida, May Saruga, and Rin Katakura versus Emi Sakura, Veni. And Maki Ito. And Maki I know Ito, that much. Which is why when you said this didn't matter, I was upset with you because Maki Ito matters. Well, Maki Ito's the coolest that when she came out and Taz was doing her, her theme song, which just reaffirms that Taz is the best in the fucking world. Right. Uh, so, uh, I don't have any notes on this because it went a half an hour. <laughs> Dude, it was so long, uh, and right? it was It was fine, and everybody plays a really good part, and I like a lot of the wrestlers in it. Yeah. Um, and they're very talented wrestlers, but I was like, okay. Let's, <laughs> Yo, let's move this on a little. These are supposed to be quick sprints where everybody gets their shit in. I'm and so happy home. that, like, I wasn't the only one because, like, I, when I checked the time when it was done, I went, Okay, this is already half over. Right. Why was this this fucking long? Uh, Japanese wrestling tradition, the six-man or six-woman, six-person tag match or more. Uh, if you watch any of the big events, they'll lead off it's with the these. It's hot openers. Gets, yeah. It's hot openers. They're supposed to be quick. Everybody gets their shit lines, in. Builds them up. Right. Yeah. It, you, you, you work the feuds that are working later on. They do it the G1 all the time. That's, the, the, yeah. There'll be G1 matches, three, four at the end of the card. The card opens up with two multi-person tag matches. Yeah, to develop and set up the next and day. And you set up the next day of singles matches by the people who are going to have those singles matches interact in these tag matches. Yeah. It works really well. They're high energy, big spots. Sometimes they can be goofier, all that kind of stuff. Uh, this was fine, but there's nothing really to play off there. So they were just doing their stuff. But it is uh, six very talented people. Um, Sheeta wins because yeah. she's the champ. Of course. Champ uh, always got to win. So Maki Ito unfortunately loses again. Got a little bit in over her head in this one. Um, but she said, she put on Twitter, she dreams of being AEW. That's her goal. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, if AEW smart, what I mean, ho- right. with the way things are kind of looking, who knows? Hopefully things start, right. you know, going back to normal yes. and they can bring Maki Ito over and she becomes a goddamn megastar in the States. Um, so the Japanese, this was the Japanese final? Yes, correct? so I have a big problem with this. Okay. Dooge's record. Uh, you want me to pause and we can I'll fit it in there? Let me, <laughs> let me write down the timestamp and then I'll delete all of this later. I mean, it fits, right? Yeah, not, uh, so here's my problem is that the women's tournaments, the, the women's matches for the U.S. side, they decided not to have on Dynamite because why do they give a shit about them? Why, why should they? Why would they? Who cares? The, the whole like, layout of when matches were was right. real odd. They announced this thing like it was a big deal and then immediately decided it wasn't a big deal and just shuffled everything off to YouTube on a new night. But anyway, so we get this next match, which is uh, Yuka Sakazaki. Saka, Yuka Sakazaki. I missed a syllable there and it was I knew it was wrong. Versus Ryo Mizunami, that's the finals of the women's Japanese bracket. Who's going to challenge? Who's going to wrestle each other for the title? She or reminds, for the attempt at the title. She reminds you of like a female Okada, right? So, my problem with this is the next match on this show, and this was the whole show because the U.S. finals came later. Yeah, U.S. finals were the, the next night. The, yeah, the main event of this show 
was Riho versus Thunder Rosa, which yeah. is the U.S. semifinals. Yeah. Why in the hell is the finals match not the main event? I, I That's what matters. Yeah, I don't That's I don't what understand matters it. more. And to me, it's AEW once again saying, hey, we don't really care about this Japanese side of the bracket. It's not imp- as important as the semi-main event of, of the U.S. bracket. My whole thing with it is just like, yo, guys, this is all taped. Right. Like, does nobody know just how, like, the right. format, like, right. how it runs? It should like, be. It, come on. It, it, like, I understand. Listen, I, it's just a fucking YouTube show. I get it. Right. But, like, And there's a, there's ex- exemptions from the rule because Dynamite this week was booked very weird. But <laughs> usually the most important match should be on last. And the most important match out of these three is a finals match. And honestly, for me, what brought me to the show here? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Dude, I didn't take the time out of my day to watch Rio versus Thunder Rosa. Um, I wa- I like Rio Mizunami. I like Yuka. So I wanted to see them work. I wanted to and see it's a finals like, match. J- straight Josie Joshi crazy action, and that bothered the shit out of me. I was hot about it. I was I was heated. In my own home for no reason. A little hot under the collar. That being said, very good match. Ryo Mizunami wins. Yeah. Which, I'm not going to lie. I was surprised by it. Were you? That's yeah. who I wanted to win. I like Yuka, but I wanted I, I, I wanted Mizunami tougher, a little bit of a shit kicker. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. I felt kind, kind of surprised because, like, I don't know. Yuka's, she's had, like, a few AEW right. matches. Well, and but... Mizunami was on their, like, first show. Yeah. I know, like, Yuka, though, she's, like, she was yeah, a, right. she she, a, I feel like she has a bigger, like, personality. She has a, a more appealing personality. She, we talked about it an episode ago, or a few episodes ago. Yeah. Where the, Joshi Wrestling yep. is short of you're a shit kicker or you're a super magical girl. Yeah. And, like, Yuka is the super magical girl. And Mizunami's the shit, shit kicker. kicker. Yeah. Uh, and I'll always pick the shit kicker. But I like always. Yuka a lot. Um. My, I mean, if, if I had to pick from from the start of this tournament, if I had to pick anybody to win it, it was going to be Maki Ito. Absolutely. After the first round, it would be Asha Kong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I know that just physically. So, Rio was my pick. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. A little surprising because Yuga does have a little more exposure in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, in AEW specifically. Um, but I thought it was a good match. It was what I wanted. Uh, none of these have been uh, – well, I guess I, I don't want to say not spectacular. The I think the – Earlier rounds were a little better. I thought the U- I thought it was a Yuka and uh, Emi Sakura. Yeah, that right. match was fucking very good. Nuts. Right. Uh, I think Emi is probably the better best wrestler out of all out of the group in this tournament. Yeah. Um, but I, I like this match. It was good. Uh, I'm excited for Rio to move to the finals. Uh, and then we get the American semifinals, which is Riho, which. Doesn't make sense, but okay. I guess because she's signed to AEW. Sure. Versus Thunder Rosa. Uh, this already horribly mishandled because it should have been Brit. Yep. That's what makes the most sense because that's what they've Brit been teasing Thunder Rosa to. Rosa in the finals on the right. U.S. side. Exactly. Because that's the feud and you want to work yeah. a tournament to pay. It's hacked yes. and cliche, but you work a tournament to climax at the feud. Well, that's what like, happens. It's like kills two birds with one stone right. because you have the match. And you blow off the tournament right. there. Exactly. It's perfect. Exactly. Come on, but, guys. But uh, Thunder Rosa wins. Uh, this match was fine. It was okay. It was okay. Uh, Thunder Rosa moving on to the finals, which is then. So this this three-match card was the Sunday night That was thing. Sunday night. And then. Monday. Yeah, Monday was the 
U.S. side of the bracket finals. Yes, with some other matches that I didn't watch. Dude, if you thought I was going to watch a fucking... Who was the first? uh, Layla Bates? I was like... Yeah, I know Layla Hirsch wrestled, and I almost stopped to watch Layla Hirsch because I do like her. Uh, I would have stopped if they put her in Team Taz, but they have not, so I'm not going to. But but I did watch the U.S. finals of Thunder Rosa uh, versus Nyla Rose. Yes. Um, And my only comment on this match is... Uh, not my choice. Nyla Rose wins. Uh, I, we both like Nyla. Uh, we were both supportive of Nyla in the very beginning. AEW killed her. AEW killed any momentum she's ever had, then brought it back a little bit, then killed it again. Uh, and this is them sort of trying to salvage it, and it's just not working. But Nyla wins. Uh, she's going she's gonna to move on from here to Dynamite to face... Rio, no, Mizunami. no. Oh no, Rio Mizunami. I thought we were talking about Rio. Ryu, Rio. It's yeah, I don't. They pronounce my it the same. Dog. I don't know. But anyway, Mizunami. So that's what happens there. Not my choice. Uh, I, out of those two, I th- feeling a little more into Thunder Rosa. Yeah. But also that doesn't make sense because Britt's not there. But they could have. Con- but but even if they moved on with Thunder Rosa here, they could have went made to the finals, got Britt involved in that, and furthered that even more, and made a hell yep. of a hot pay per view match. Yep. But they're not doing that because that means they'd have to commit to two women's matches in a night. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and we'll talk about the the final finals um, uh, when we start talking when we talk about Dynamite. About Dynamite. We're not going to start talking about Dynamite yet. We aren't. Because you because I, you are still a glutton for punishment, my good listen, sir. Uh, I, uh, the rallying cry of, well, oh, I'm going to gonna watch Dark. Right. Let me just say, so I didn't grow up. I don't want this to sound, I don't, I'm not saying. Right, you didn't grow up your child. I'm not saying this to be sad. I'm not saying this for oh, pity. Geez. I'm just saying. I can't I didn't, take another thing. <laughs> I didn't grow up with the best self-esteem. And I think that's manifesting itself in my adulthood as my, for whatever reason, pull and need to watch AEW Dark. <laughs> I just wanted to start singing that Offspring song, but I'm I'm not going to subject it. Will pretty but... fly for a white guy? I don't understand. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Piece of shit. No, that's not an Offspring song. <laughs> I bet stopped after Ixnay. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, I'm so confused. I don't understand. I don't. I honestly don't you know. You said self esteem. Like, oh, self esteem. I guess that makes come sense. On, I was like, are you going to call me a stupid, dumb shit, goddamn motherfucker? I'm so confused. Uh, goddamn. Yo, Smash is still a really good record. Smash man. is great. It's such a good. So record. is Ixnay. Yeah, Ixnay's, Ixnay's pretty good. Like Ixnay is fun and good. But Smash. Is Come a great on, that that's how we're gonna go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was on like a Tony Hawk soundtrack or something, wasn't it? I thought it was on Crazy Taxi. Oh yeah, I guess it is on Crazy Taxi, which I think they just remastered and put on iOS. But that's not what this that's podcast crazy. is about at all. Yeah, Taxi. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> so I watched some matches on AEW Dark. I know that you did not. No. Okay. Uh, listen. Uh, spoiler alert. This is gonna be over real quick. Uh. I watched the first match I watched was Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo of the Nightmare Family, Nightmare Academy. I don't know what Cody's calling his the underlings. Nightmare Collective, the Nightmare um, versus Peaks and Valley Brotherhood. Uh, I stopped because it was the Bateri, and I want to support those guys, and I love those guys. Uh, but they got even less to do in this match against Cody's boys, uh, and uh, so that was disappointing. Then I watched Abaddon versus Renee Michelle. Because I hadn't seen Abaddon in a I while. Know that name. Renee Michelle looks very familiar to me, but I don't know who she is, and I've never bothered. To she look was. It up. Uh, she's Drake Maverick's wife. 
when they were running that angle on WWE a while ago where he was like trying to beat R Truth for the twenty four seven title and R Truth pinned him at their wedding. Is that her? Yeah. That's her. This lady? Yeah. Whose wife? Drake Maverick. Oh, good for him. <laughs> good for him. Yeah. All right. Uh overachiever, brother. Uh, so that match was meh. Uh, nothing to talk about there, uh, but I was I wanted to see Abaddon, and I was disappointed. Uh, third match I watched was Steven Stetson. What the fuck? Versus Orange Cassidy. Steven Stetson. He wears a cowboy hat that is, he claims is an original Stetson. He oh, tries sake. not to take it off while he wrestles, and he's like a, a hoss kind of cowboy gimmick. Uh, I don't want to say this was good, but OC was good. And because it's against the guy whose gimmick is a cowboy hat, OC got to be real goofy with everything. Oh, you put know the what? Hat that on explains him, put the hat it. Okay. On himself. Yeah, I saw a picture of him wearing a cowboy right. hat. And I'm like, what he the took, fuck he is like going did a on? Move, took the guy's hat off, put it on. The guy charged him. Like they did all that stuff. Okay. Um. So, the best thing about this match and Orange Cassidy, I love you. Uh, he botches the kip up. So then he does the he like just, he was just tired. He does the, like the ten in a row, like yeah. almost, almost, and gets up, and the crowd pops real huge. So it's fun. He was real goofy. Is is it was a much older kind of OC match as opposed to this, you know, TNT, which is still great. But you know, he was able to just be goofy completely and have a fun little match. Uh, and then the last match I watched was wow, you watched a lot. I watched of matches. four matches. Holy shit! I watched dude. Chucky T versus VSK. Okay. Uh, the Voodoo Skin Mafia. I don't know. That's that'd not, be VSM, that but all VSM, right. That's but close the, enough. Voodoo Skin Click. Yes, Come on. the Voodoo Skin Click. Uh, VSK. He's uh, one of uh, Myers' trainees. Okay. Uh, I just stopped because I wanted to see Chucky e. T. Yeah. Uh, Chucky e. Waffle Waffle. Chucky e. T. Super talented. Uh, you know, I don't remember. No, he, I think he won with a, a pile driver. Okay. I don't think I saw the. It awful wasn't the awful waffle. waffle that makes me sad. But anyway, uh, I just I like Chucky e. T. I wanted to support him. Uh, anything I could see him removed from this Miro nonsense, I'll I'll stop and watch. Uh, and then I watched. No, I didn't watch anything else I on said, Dark. What you made? I then fast forwarded through the rest of the Dark, and I think like the main event was SCU, and I was like, oh good, I can finally stop. <laughs> hey, remember when that was a storyline? SCU. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I think now there we'll, we'll probably talk about maybe, but I think now they're. Prime and Scorpio Sky to be solo again. They've he's, been doing that for a while. Right, but he's like really propping himself up for this ladder match that we're going to talk about that's coming up and like saying like uh, muscles don't win. His tagline is muscles don't win matches, I win matches. No, the muscle shark wins matches, you That's true. The muscle shark, Sean Shirk, does win matches. Does he though? I don't know that he does. Uh, I can't remember. I, was Sean Shirk ever a UFC champ? I don't uh, God, I mean, I hope so, and I also hope not. I just remember him getting, like... We're doing a lot of Googling on this week. I just remember him getting flying kneed by BJ Penn once, and it was mm-hmm. fucking sick. How do you spell uh, yeah. Shirk? S-H-E-R-K. Oh, okay. He was former UFC lightweight champ. Oh, good for him. So, good for the muscle Shirk. God. I mean, there is a no more appropriate name for a person that is built like Sean Shirk than the muscle Shirk, man. Because <laughs> he looks like... It's the greatest part- nickname of all it is. sports. He looks, he looks part human. But he also yeah, but part shark. He looks part street shark. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. Like this picture here. Like he looks like a he looks like a street shark. Like, like yeah. I don't like I don't know. He gets like a whiff of blood and he turns That's into right. a street shark. He's the muscle shark, Sean Shark. <laughs> There's only one MMA fighter nickname that's better than the muscle shark, Sean Shark. What's that? The New York Baloney, <laughs> Phil Baroni. It's the only one that's honorary better. member of Suzuki. <laughs> that's Goon. right. 
Phil yes. the baloney permanent pony. resident of the White Brody. Eagle Hall. <laughs> God, dude, if I could t- like pay anything to go back to that day, right? Oh, what a day! I, if I could do, if I could pay anything to go back to that day, I would totally get a gimmick picture with the New York baloney, Phil Baroni, before he got so loaded. Yeah, and asked to leave the White Eagle Hall like nine. times I would have got a picture a with him after he got loaded. Oh, God. And also, I'd go back to that ramen place. I would yell louder so that he would actually fight me like I wanted him to, but he couldn't hear me. Yo, it's funny. I, that, I still talk about that ramen place though. That was real dude, good. Dude, I, I don't remember what it was called. I have like one of those live pictures on my phone yeah. of like a sub of Suzuki, I think it is, and you just hear you yelling. Like I hold it in all here's, hey Baroni, you piece of shit. <laughs> I was really trying. I wanted him to hear me. He was so drunk that I wanted him to hear me from the balcony and come charging up. <laughs> Remember him yelling? To, I think it was like Mir, Amba, Amba. Uh, yeah, right. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> Get risk control, Frank. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really, I honestly, like, I I would get the shit kicked um, out of me. Bah. But I wanted Phil Baroni to fight me in the worst way. Like, I'd have, a, I'd have a, a reasonable chance of how loaded he was. Like, you know, and, like, I'm taller than him. So, like, I can probably do, like, the head on the top of his hand thing and just be swinging wildly at me because he'd be so drunk. But eventually he would literally kill me. Yeah, he'd fucking murder um, you. Because no matter how bad of a professional fighter he became, He's he still was professional still a fighter, professional yeah. fighter. And I'm a professional nothing. Yeah. Uh, so I don't mean I'm, I'm a nothing. I mean I do nothing professionally. Essentially, yeah. I do art. Ooh, wow. Um, so <laughs> what the fuck? It's, I, I'm, it's great, and I like my job. But like, you know, it doesn't help me in a street fight. It's just, it's not going to help me beat up Joe sure, Baroni. Just offer to draw a picture of the person. Yeah. Don't punch me. Here's a flyer I designed. It doesn't yeah. quite work. Just like, Here, Phil, I will draw a picture yeah. of you, sir. <laughs> right. I can draw him a map to the ambulance or to the hospital <laughs> so he can get me there after he almost kills me. But anyway, all right. I'm well, glad, I'm glad there's audio of me calling Phil Baroni a piece of shit. Yeah, it's great. Hey, Baroni, you piece of shit. All right, <laughs> you have to send that to me. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> AEW. All right, let's talk dynamite. Yeah. This is off the rails. So AEW dynamite time. Phil Baroni, um, if you're listening to this, I'll still fight you. You just got to come to my house. What the? And you fuck? have to leave afterwards, unlike the, you did at the White Eagle Hall. Jesus Christ. But you can curse all you want. No alcohol for you, sir. All right, so AEW Dynamite. So I'm going to tell a little backstory. Uh, backstory. Last night, had my oldest nephew. Uh, fam- some little family stuff going on. Everything's okay, but I uh, had him. And he was like, hey, you normally watch wrestling on uh, Wednesday nights, right? I said, yeah, he's 13 years old. And he goes, oh, he goes, we could watch. I'm like, okay, cool. And normally I watch NXT first, um, but I was like, uh, he's 13. What's probably going to appeal to him more is probably AEW. Right. So we start the show off with Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet going up against Shaq and Jade Cargill. Shocker, because this should have been the main. But I get um, why it's not. I, yeah, I, I totally get why it's the opener. Um, so, like, Shaq comes out and my nephew's immediately like, oh, shit, that's Shaq. Yeah. And he couldn't believe how tall Shaq really is. Uh, like you said, Uncle Brett, he goes... Uh, Shaq's ass is on the top turnbuckle. Right. I was like, yeah, dude, it really is. Yeah. So this match ends up going, uh, do you, do you think, oh, do you think they'll, I mean, obviously they're going to lead to big show Shaq at some point, at least the confrontation in the ring. We'll see. Um, th- Shaq's like legit, like three or four inches taller than show. Right. I don't know. But Shaq's fucking huge. Cause Shaq's like seven, four legit. Is he that big? 
I know like Kristaps Porzingis is like he's a legit seven three seven four guy. Oh, Shaq's seven one. I say he's no Manute Bull. No, Manute Bull was like Bradley. How tall is Sean Bradley? I don't know. I think wasn't Manute Bull like seven seven? Yeah, dude, I watched a clip of him the other day hitting six three pointers in a quarter against the Phoenix Suns. Sean Bradley was seven six. Holy shit! Yeah, and in Space Jam, so Man, all that automatically gives him. Where are you at, Shaq? Points. Oh, Shaq's an Uncle Drew. That counts. Yeah, Shaq was also in uh, what was it, Blue Chips? Blue Chips. Yep, that's a good movie. Him. Yeah. <laughs> was it uh, Steel? Was that uh, Oh, my God. Wiki- Wikipedia is telling me that the big show is only 6'11". <gasps> he's going to look real tiny. He was definitely, uh, he's billed as 7'2". So, so I, listen, law of wrestling heights and averages, I bet you him and Shaq are probably right on the same level. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though, neither of them are, com- are they're both bullshit compared to AJ Styles. That's, that's true. <laughs> Tallest wrestler ever lived. <laughs> so, Shaq. I have the photographic <laughs> proof evidence to show it. So the match goes about 12 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Shaq and Jade Cargill get the win. Not a shock. Not a shock. Um, We all knew Red Velvet was put in this match as the replacement for Brandy, which obviously he needed. Yeah. But they picked Red Velvet because she can take the pin. So I'll say say this about the the match. Uh, Coming into it, I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, I hate it. The build was whatever. I just didn't care. Yeah. Seeing Shaq in the ring mm-hmm. made you realize like how much of a giant he actually is, right. especially compared to like a normal sized human being. You're right. going, holy shit! Um, him chopping Cody mm-hmm. was great. Yeah, him uh, power bombing Cody and doing the Brody Lee tribute, mm-hmm. I thought was so cool. Right, that was real cool. Yep, um, him like slamming them, like slamming Cody around. Mm-hmm. Dude, Shaq looked fucking good. Listen, I'll say this about this match. Shaq was the best worker in it. Uh, easily. Like, no easily. doubt. Uh, that and Partially because Cody, Samuel Bottom was feeding in the Shaq, protecting oh, him. You have to. Uh, but Shaq worked the hardest. Shaq looked fun. Like, he, he was having fun. He, You know, uh, so. I wish he would have fucking murdered Austin Gunn. When it, dude, what was with that? Like, what was that spot? Why did Austin Gunn hit him with a chair? Be- well, what does Shaq do to him? He, Shaq's supposed to be the heel. So what is so so? All right, all yes. right, all right. So yes. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna use your logic yeah, here. You're, you're gonna use my logic and Cody Rhodes' logic, and you yeah. know we're gonna get nothing. Well, I'm gonna use your logic. It doesn't ever make sense. Why is a guy who's supposed to be a face randomly just plastered him with a chair? I agree. I agree. So I'm not saying why I would have him do it. Okay. I'm saying why Cody had him do it. All right. I mean, I, it just doesn't make fucking sense. It doesn't sense. make any sense. But when he absolutely clubbered him over great. the top rope right. or over a, the barricade, it was, it was a great. Clubbering. And then he murdered this other stupid kid. Right. Um, looked fun. So, uh, yeah, it, Shaq looked great. Uh, obviously, the finish of the match, the thing that's getting Dude, that table over, was, over It was sick. They set up the two tables. Great. They don't get used. Shaq great. takes a crossbody, standing on the apron, through the table. It was great. Great bump. Oh, it was awesome. Camera stayed a little too long. We watched Shaq give him the Iggy, which oh, then got hey. called out on like NBA Tonight, NBA Live. Oh, yeah, Ernie NBA. Johnson's like, hey, what was that, yeah. what was that about, Shaq? Um, <laughs> but that's fine, because uh, uh, Nia Jax also was on camera while she was giving the Iggy this week, too. Uh, I'm well, more on that later, but um, so just a few things. Uh, and again, I like this match a lot. Yeah, it was, I was, it was not fun. Ex- not expecting I was gonna like it because it's just such a big gimmick and how much of what they were gonna do. But Shaq did a lot. Yeah. Uh, the table bump is insane. That's a that's a crazy bump for a normal human being. To yeah, do. he doesn't need to be doing that. Um, so a couple of things. Uh, Red Velvet did the moonsault to the outside. 
and they were not ready to catch her all the way. Nobody is anymore. So, so they ate boots no, hard on that. Nobody one. catches anybody. She was anymore. fine, but everybody took boots to the face. Yeah. This was clearly Jade Cargill's second match ever. Yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of people are praising how good they were, and they were. I think the Red Velvet and Jade were good, but limited. Uh, Jade, Red Velvet was fine. Jade, yeah. I mean, like Very you said, limited. you could tell it's like her second it's her match. Her second or match. She's been trained for a while, but she didn't debut until her the match she had in AEW. Did she have a match? Uh, yeah, of course. I thought this was her first match. Nah, the Wikipedia told me there wasn't. There was one that was before it. I don't remember. But it. whatever. Um, clearly very early in her career, very limited. Um, her appeal is her look. Was she greener than goose shit? She's at, at minimum green as, as, uh, goose shit. Okay. But, um, her, her appeals are physique. She looks amazing. It's ridiculous looking. Um, she is a human being that has a, probably as the lowest amount of body fat you can possibly get. So that's sort of the appeal. She's very tall. Some lifts in those boots, but she was very tall. Um, so in in ring ability, very limited, but fine. She did they they gave her a few things to do. You know, she did them fine for what she was doing. She clearly wasn't the event here. The finish was the the pin was cool. It was fine. Um, Shaq, two my two favorite things in the whole match. Shaq standing at hard cam because early for the spot where he's going to go through the table. He's standing in the center of the ring. And, like, Bryce walked over and, like, moved him back. And yeah. that was hilarious to watch Bryce have to move Shaq. Because yeah. it wasn't quite there yet. And he's standing in front of the hard cam. You can literally see nothing in the ring. No, I know. The second thing is the worst. My, my second favorite thing uh, is the uh, worst spot of the match, which was Cody's bullshit body slam on Shaq. <laughs> Dude. You had one thing to do, and you couldn't even body slam him right. Like I know he's a big dude. Was I know it, he's heavy. Like, was this supposed on. to be his, like, Hogan yeah. Andre moment? Yeah, well, because... His Luger Co- Yoko moment. Right, because in Cody's book, when he writes it, uh, it's going to talk about how he pulled every muscle in his back. And how Shaq and died Shaq seven days died later. seven days later. I, what it is. I, that's, that's a thing that exists. Yes. Oh, my is. God. Uh, but I, I really... Uh, tons of praise on Shaq. Uh, I never thought I'd say that, but he kind of carried that match. Yeah, I mean, Cody played his fun. part. You know, everybody has the part to play. I think everybody was good enough. Yeah. Um, but Shaq really elevated this match. Yeah, good for he's, Shaq. He's it, who you talk about. It brought the spectacle. Right. Seeing a human being that big. Right. Um, and, you know, I thought he looked good. I thought he was a ton of fun. Uh, and uh, this was apparently the first time AEW has beaten NXT in, like, the 50 and older demographic. That's funny. <laughs> so Shaq bringing in the old folks. All the olds. All the olds. In. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. It was, yeah. it was a ton of fun. Um, and I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but probably, I mean, honestly, genuinely the highlight of this wrestling show. Um, maybe, maybe um, not. Not for me. Okay. But, um, uh, but I mean, a really great. It was cool. Big time it, it, moment. It was, yeah, it was Big cool. time moment. Lots of eyes were going to be on it. Sure. I don't know if they stick around and come back if the numbers are up. We'll see. Um, but big time moment that they delivered on. And that's a hard thing to do in these celebrity matches. Yeah. So uh, so we come back from commercial break. We see Shaq getting loaded into an ambulance. Yes. We go to the ambulance and Tony's like, the ambulance is closed. And Tony's like, I got to get a word. Uh-huh. And he opens up the doors and Shaq is gone yeah. because he's a genie. Yeah. Because it's good to talk to a guy who's getting lo- who got loaded in an ambulance. Yeah. And like, the ambulance loaded him in and didn't leave. Well, it was like responsible too, like, ambulance like drivers. Like when they loaded Shaq in, Shaq had to pull his knees up because he's so goddamn yeah, big. Right. Uh, next match, we had Ray Phoenix and Pac. 
going up against, uh, I don't know, two guys. John like, Schuyler and a guy they didn't bother to name. Okay, that's good. We've seen John Schuyler on Dark. He was doing, like, tore his knee up a while ago, I remember. Mm. So good well, for, for him, for him back. back. Um, Great. Squish. This goes a minute. Yeah, it's a complete Pack squisher. and Phoenix just fucking murder, murder them. Murderized. Um, so my nephew was watching this still, and he was, like, enamored yeah. with Pack and Phoenix. Yeah. He was, like... He's, he's saying to me, he goes, these guys are cool. And I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> I got them. Yes, I got them. Lifetime of misery and hating the product. Like, Fuck yeah, I got them. Right. We got them, kid. Uh, yeah, Pack of Phoenix rule. Yeah. And then out comes Chris. It's a lifetime of explaining to, <laughs> to uh, women you meet in your older years going, yeah, I still watch professional wrestling. Yeah. yeah. That's working out well for me. <laughs> uh, we have a fucking thing with Jericho and MJF. They're doing like a little press conference right uh this this was cringy as hell but yeah yeah it oh god um but uh, so yeah so it's a thing where they're taking questions for some reason and they have the podium out up outside and they're asking about why they did the things they did to pop a buck who cares uh mjf cuts one of the worst promos ever that he that everybody probably thinks was really cool he thought it was really cool but like he's i just i don't know i think it was a really bad promo by mjf uh, it was just nonsensical me- meandering, but like taglines and vulgarity that I just didn't understand. Well, and I got no problem with vul- vulgarity. No, you just got to use it right, and well, he fucking didn't. And like I said to my nephew when Conrad Thompson came up to mm-hmm. talk, I said MJF's going to call him Turkey Tits. Yeah, and he sure did. Right. And my nephew just looked at me like, "What the hell? Like why?" And I'm like, "Ah, it's a fat joke." Yeah. Um, but yeah, how about you talk about yeah? So your, your feud that you ignited. I, I listen. I tried to ignite a feud and they backed out. But uh, so you get Conrad come up. Uh, well, first you had some. You had another dude from Barstool, which oh, is Mike right. was cut off. Right. Then you had Conrad. Conrad came up. I'm surprised Conrad didn't ask about mortgages. Well, dude, I saw dude. Somebody made such a good tweet, and even Conrad's like, yeah. "This is the best tweet ever." They go, "I'm surprised there wasn't an advertisement between Conrad's question and their answer." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we got uh, Bischoff. Was he next? He was the last one. Oh, so the so the other the Bobby Eaton looking motherfucker was the, was after Conrad. So I don't remember this dude's name still, Brandon Walker. Even though I've been staring at it all night, because I because. I, I, uh, Truth be told, um, I uh, uh, so I tweeted. Uh, this guy was on NXT for the pay per view, right? Yeah. He got he got made fun of by LA Knight on the he pre-show did. of he the did. takeover, yeah. and then wasn't seen from again. He but he did the little opening thing with like Sam Roberts or whatever. And I had commented to you that I thought he looked like Bobby Eaton, yeah, uh, which is a compliment or an insult depending on what side of the beautiful Bobby Eaton spectrum you happen to fall on. Sure. Uh. So I tweeted like that this I something along the lines of this Bobby Eaton looking dummy is jumping companies. And then all the hashtags. I didn't tag him. I don't still don't know his name. You told me and I still don't remember it. Brandon Walker. There you go. I wish thanks it was for, Braden th- Walker. Thanks for listening, pal. And uh <laughs> uh so I just tweeted that. I didn't tweet him. I didn't at Barstool. I didn't hashtag Barstool. I think because you mentioned Barstool in the tweet. Right. Right, because I just said the guy from Barstool. Yeah, because like, I'm sure Barstool. the dude Vanity right, Searches. Right, Vanity Searches Barstool and, yeah. and AEW to see what came up. Sure, of course. So, a few hours later, I get a, I get, we get a little tweet response that says, uh, your podcast has 170 followers, uh, which uh, baffled me because uh, I, I am aware of what our follower count is. 
Uh, and I like that we have 170 followers. Yeah. I love the people that follow the show and interact with us. But I'm, sure. but I'm also not offended by the fact that we don't have 10,000 followers. Yeah, I don't know if like uh, that's supposed to be like an insult, right? I, I I guess, but like I, you know, we say it all the time. We do this show because it's fun. Because we like yeah. talking to each other about wrestling. Uh, we like interacting with the people who do. So if it's sure. if it's the you know 170 people we're at, then I hope you 170 people like what we put up, and that's what that is. Yeah. I'm literally not hurt or offended. Uh, so I responded like, yeah, I'm, I, I, this is this, I, I'm aware of what my follower count is. This isn't, I don't understand. This is an insult. And that brought out the, the barstool bros. Well, I know like you texted me and you're like, oh, oh yeah, this. Well, yeah. And I was like, yo, do what you want. Like, right. just be prepared. Cause so, uh, I know how these dudes can get. Right. So like, like, like I said to you yeah. earlier, I was a troll before the internet made it easy. You've, you've literally have been, you were, <laughs> you, I have seen people, I've seen people purposely not go places cause you were there and right. because you know, <laughs> you were going to make fun of them. Cause I know how to press buttons. Yeah. I'm a ball buster. Uh, you know, if, if I love you truly as a human, you will probably not get a break from me. Uh, if I don't like you, I probably just won't talk to you yeah. that much. I've, I've seen both ends of this. Spectrum. So like, that's just what it is. It's, yeah. it, it's just, you know, whatever, whatever it was, that was created in me. If I'm breaking your balls, it's cause I love you. Uh, and it's uh, in my own childish way. It's how I show affection. So I was like. I messaged you and I was like, can I push this? Like, are you all right with that? Should I push this? And you were like, yeah, whatever you want to do, but understand the kind of people that come back. And I was like, that's fine because I, I, I want this now. Let's let's push it. Uh, so I responded, but I, I went really low key with it because, like, again, I didn't tag this guy. I wasn't looking for this. I just called him a dummy, but I was just I was making more of the joke of, of that. The you know, he joins the ranks of the Medusas and the Rick Roots, sort of the the, you know, one show to the next company, like that kind of thing, whatever. And I genuinely do think he looks like Bobby Eaton. Um, but so the post got like 200 and some likes, which isn't a lot for a guy who has like tens of thousands of followers, but whatever. Uh, and it got a little nasty here and there. Not really, um, but just people commenting back and forth or sending me gifts of wrestling gifts of people getting beat. Like he's like his, you have 170 followers. was like a sm- like he smacked me down. Like he did the gif of Shaq dunking on the guy and shoving him out of the way. And I was like, I don't, this, that doesn't feel like this at all. I he didn't dunk on me. I'm well aware of what, what I had. Yeah. Um, but then, like, some people, like, we gained a few followers, so people were tweeting at him, like, oh, it's 171 now, 172 now. Uh, and uh, and somebody else was like, so did your podcast till you latched on to Barstool in some way yeah. or whatever. Uh, so, like, you know, the people who stood up, I appreciate it. Uh, not, that it not that it was a big deal. Nobody ended up engaging uh, as much as I wanted them to. I, I kind of wanted a brawl with one of these weirdos that were going to come at me and, like, and you know, so maybe, I, maybe they're all too concerned with the the shadow inauguration they thought was going to happen. So like, but, here's my like whole thing with Barstool. Like, they put out some content that I genuinely enjoy. Mm-hmm. There's some personalities there that I genuinely genuinely enjoy. Right. Uh, there's a lot there that I are kind of pieces of shit. Yes. And they perpetuate a certain type of culture. Of course, and they a do. Bro culture that like I fucking hate. Yeah. Um. And that's why I was like, hey, do what the fuck you want. I don't care. Just right. like, just in case. Just know what's coming. Yeah, because right. I've seen what these f- weirdos that latch on to these dudes can do. Um, yeah. And dude, like, yo, like, I like some of Brandon Walker's stuff. Like, he's kind of like, 
his like college football stuff. He's kind of funny. Like, oh, he apparently uh, an hour ago put up. He interviewed MJF for something he's putting out tomorrow. Yeah, like so. Like, dude is like, like he's actually not bad. You like, know, looking at, looking at this bad, video but... here, he looks a little bit more like Jake Busey. Jesus Christ! But um, beside the point. But yeah, like I don't know. I I just kind of find it. Or I found it kind of funny. Right. I was hoping to just have fun and you know mess around and make people mad and then block them. Um, but he ended up responding like. Uh, he was like, I don't know how this is an insult. Bobby Eaton was beautiful. And my response, I never said he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that wasn't the insult part. I think you look like Bobby Eaton. The insult part that's you're dummy and you work for Barstool. But anyway, yeah. nothing came of so, it. Uh, but, but again, if you're listening to us because of because of this interaction, thanks. hey, welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> so welcome to the party, honey. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking more Die Hard, but whatever. Uh, well, I was thinking more Jerry Only. Yeah. Former WCW superstar Jerry Only. Right. Um, always keeping it wrestling. That's what I like see? about you. Always. It always comes back around. That's true. Uh, so the fucking Young Bucks come out, and they're like, we yeah. love our dad, and mm-hmm. our dad's cool, and our dad fucking whatever. What's that voice you doing? I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> they sounded what I don't know. They were perpetuating a certain emotion. Yeah, the perturbedness. Okay. They were just perturbed? Yeah, they, I mean, they haven't been anything beyond okay. maybe my, kind of upset. All right. They're dead. They're less, listen, last week, I commend them. They really reined in their emotions because last week their dad got covered in raspberry jam. <laughs> uh, they do, like, the whole, like, one-liner against MJF. Mm-hmm. Then they said, like, Jericho, they're like, oh, you would just be jerking the curtain at the performance center? Yeah. I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. Like, he, so he'd be on NXT or? Sure. Okay, that was a weird line. Well, I guess maybe because they thought that, like, the shows still happened at the Performance Center. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Not and at then the they're Thunderdome. Like, like, our dad taught us compassion. And yeah, your dad taught you a lot of things. Sometimes he taught us, we got to kick a little ass. Mm-hmm. And then a brouhaha busts yeah. out. And, like, you know, if My was... dad taught us that we don't like the gays. <laughs> That's what they really meant to say because the Young Bucks <laughs> suck. Jesus. Uh, if, like... One dude that, like I wouldn't want in a fight to back me up came running out and was Brandon Cutler. Right. Um, I, right. Was, I, was like, I would just be like, just I'm like, me. oh, thanks, dude. Get it over with. Uh, so they the Young up, Bucks are bad, but their dad is worse. How is that possible? <laughs> yeah. So they end up beating them down like uh, Santana and Ortiz. Poor Santana and right. Ortiz. God damn yep. it. Uh, and then Good Brothers come out and they help set up tables and. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Young Bucks do dives off of tables and put yep. Santana and Ortiz through tables while Jericho and MJF just stand there watching. So uh, Happy that hopefully Santana and Ortiz get the title shot out of this in some way. Or, uh, But man, sad that they'll probably just guys. get buried and removed from TV again. Ugh, makes me sad. Yeah. Uh, so next match, we're moving on. We have Jurassic Express. Hold on, hold on. You missed a very important part of this show. Here, oh, it, that's fucked up because this was my favorite part. Yeah, of that's the what show. I figured. This was going to be your favorite part of the show, uh, and you didn't even want to fucking talk about it. I'm sorry. Uh, in hype, in build, in video packageness for the pay per view coming up, Moxley versus Omega in an exploding barbed wire death match. AEW managed to get Onita on TNT. My man. They showed FMW clips with, I think, Tarzan Goto. Yeah, it was Tarzan Goto. Uh, I saw yellow at first, and that in FMW, that either means Tarzan Goto or a few years later it means Fuyuki. Yeah. No, uh, it was Tarzan, it was Tarzan Goto because he had the strap and the long yeah. hair and, and uh, was somehow in worse shape than Fuyuki. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, we got Onita to like, talk Dude. and subtitled and look like the coolest motherfucker to ever live because that's what Onita is. So at this point... Like I, I remember because I shushed my nephew, mm-hmm. 
And I was like, look, it's Onita. Yeah. And that means dick Nothing. all to right. him. Uh-huh. And then I had to explain what exploding barbed wire death matches are and what Onita is. And I tried talking to him about what FMW is, but yeah. eh, I got kind of lost on him, which is fine. I yeah. get it. Well, he's not there yet. He's, uh, he'll, he'll get there, god damn it. Right. I'm going to make a ghoul out of him no matter what. Um, but yeah, dude, they, Onita was on TV. Onita. Yep. Right. So. So. Um, Onita. Yeah. <laughs> So it was Onita, right? That uh, yeah. So Onita ran. Uh, my favorite thing about Onita, just in case people don't know this, Onita, like many Japanese wrestlers before him, uh, got into the political game when he retired from the ring before unretiring from the ring. <laughs> he sure did. Uh, and he uh, he ran in uh, 2001. He won an election as a representative, uh, and uh, did a bunch of good stuff, and then. Uh, had to exit from politics because uh, of a sex scandal where I believe he was on like a business trip and slept had a three way or something. Uh, Onita is the best. He's a pro wrestler. Like, come on. Yeah, don't you know? But like, uh, Inoki was in politics. Straight Sasuke was in politics. A pro wrestler having sex with somebody else on a business trip. Hmm. hmm. What a wild concept. Right. Very interesting thing. Who would have thunk of that? Who would have thunk that a man would do that and then he would also get an emporium? Anyway, Onita was on TV. <laughs> wow. What, what's, what's, what's that face? I was just looking at my phone. I don't know what okay. face you're talking about. Um, <laughs> uh, but I have to edit that out of the show? No. Okay, good. You don't listen. Uh, Promo code Mortis because you're five days free. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Onita was on TNT and it made me super happy. Uh, very excited. Makes me more hopeful, uh, for this death match, but also more worried because now Onita's endorsed it. Uh, so you can't fuck it up. Well, it's a bigger fall from grace if you fuck it up now. And I think I read <laughs> that, uh, AEW like invited Onita yeah. to come. Ooh. Uh, I don't know how. He should just be in it. Could you imagine three way? What if Onita like all of a sudden you just hear uh, bad reputation right. play and but, Onita I mean, comes Mox out? Is, Mox is trying to be like the American Onita anyway. There's nothing wrong with nothing that. wrong with it at all. So we'll just sub him out. We'll just we'll do a little twin magic and put Onita in the yeah, match. So he got invited to come over to the states, yeah. but due to COVID nineteen, he decided no. Bummer. Because Onita has a fucking head on his shoulders. Yeah. Um, but he said that he can go to AEW and do something once the pandemic calms down. I mean, <laughs> no complaints from me. If the do something, can it be like just like kill the young bucks or? <laughs> Wouldn't Hardy, that be like, some fucking maim shit? Matt Hardy so he never wrestles? Oh, again? that'd be so great. Um, yeah, but, so we got Onita and some FMW clips on yeah. TNT. Yeah, at like eight thirty. Yes. So moving on. Yeah. Next match. Yes. Jurassic Express going up against FTR and uh, Tolly Blanchard. Uh huh. Led to the ring with J.J. Dillon. That's right. What the fuck is going on in the the world? Uh, So AEW was like, all right, this is the go-home show. I guess we're just going to pull out all the stops. A week or two ago, they had Dory in the crowd. Yeah, in like a half hour, you had Shaq, Onita, and J.J. Dillon. And Tully Blanchard wrestling. Perfect. I didn't know that uh, Tully's as old as he is. He's old. He's old. I didn't know that. (laughs) He's an old man. Yeah. He looks great. He looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, he comes he out the wear- best looking out of all those horsemen. Yeah, he comes out wearing like the uh, old like school himself. like uh, NWA US title. Yep. FTR is like, well, we ought to wear old NWA belts too, and they were wearing the old NWA mm-hmm. tag belts. Yeah, so I was like, mm-hmm. but Dumb. whatever. 
Yeah. Uh, the match itself, it goes 11 minutes. Yeah. Uh, FTR gets the win. Listen, dude. This match did the one thing it needed to do. Totally doing the slingshot. Yeah, that's all it needed to that's do. That's all fucking needed. <laughs> Towards the end of the match. Took a literal shit in the ring. As long as Tully did the, yeah, did the slingshot, slingshot I don't good. give a shit about anything else. Yeah. Uh, towards the end of the match, I forget who it was, got attacked mm-hmm. by a man wearing a, a hood and a mask. Yeah. And the Was, bi- it, was the, it Marco? Because they did a lot of Marco versus Tully. Tully only really squared off against Marco. Well, that's who's been mainly drawn right, exactly. with, which is great. It's awesome. It works because Tully can't be doing a ton of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I thought Tully looked awesome, stole the show uh, because he's Tully Blanchard and he knows how to wrestle. Yes. Uh, the man in the AEW sweater. Ugh. Gets in the ring. I was I was genuinely like, who who's this gonna be? This is gonna be crazy. And then it happened. I was like, oh shit. I'm this glad guy, I'm glad you got excited because the whole time I'm like, well, oh, I know I where this pumped. is going. You know why? Because I completely forgot this and, asshole. Yeah, because he's been off TV for a long Thank time. Thank God. Uh, he removes his beanie and his mask. Yeah. And it is your boy, Jan Spears. He's back. Yep. <laughs> With a blonde mohawk. It's, it's nice that. WWE has the decency to get rid of Damian Priest on the stuff that I watch, and AEW's like, you know what? Yon Spears. God giveth, God taketh right. away, sir. Uh, so, yeah, so we get we get him, and uh, I, I guess Tully included, they're the new horsemen. I, I don't know, because Arn comes out on the stage, which was weird. The floor. right. Through the four, JJ and Tully threw it up. Right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, weird. It's weird. Very weird. Because I know, like a while back, there was that like story going around where like Cody's going to join up with them. Mm. It's going to be Cody, FTR, yeah. and Spears is like and with Tully and with the JJ Tully and, role. Well, Tully, yeah, Tully and Arn with yeah. them. Mm. So it's interesting to me that uh, Arn Anderson can walk out to the stage, throw the four horsemen up, but he doesn't have the decency to text Ric Flair. <laughs> Don't get me started. Fire me! I'm already fired. Fire me! Oh, fire. I fucking love that. Uh, but anyway, he a Gucci shoe. Uh, uh, this is not uh, not my joke. I, Trevor Dame on Twitter, who's a great follow, he, said he's this one of my favorites. And said that uh, any group of four people that involve Sean Spears needs to be called the Four Boarsmen. <laughs> Dude, Trevor Dame is awesome because they're boring. And I was like, I've been calling Sean Spears Yawn Spears for a long time. Yeah, because that dude stinks. So, but I, I did. I, I will say I enjoyed this match because I got to see Tully. I was, happy, Blanchard. I was happy seeing JJ. Yeah, JJ can help into the too. ring. Right. Well, JJ's an old man. He is an old JJ man. JJ was an old man when I met him at Jakar all those <laughs> years ago. I got my book signed by him. So yeah. So Tony's on stage with the mic. He's got some questions. I love that JJ walks by and tells Tony, "It don't get any better." And Tony goes, "Yeah, you ain't getting paid for that, JJ. <laughs> you ain't get paid extra. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like that's great. Right. Um, here comes. Uh, I like watching Shivani riff. Man, he's, like, he's so he good comes at from it. That, he comes from that era with these where, guys. Where shit isn't scripted. They're like, more comfortable. He never really went through a scripted thing, right, you know? Right, So I like, you know, he's more comfortable. He knows these guys. He has, yeah. already has sort of a rapport with all of them. So he's quicker. He's quicker on the gun with that kind like of I stuff. Say, like I said, like all the young guys good. love him. And right. he's more, like, he's willing to watch like the young guys. He, right. Like, that's what I love about him and not yeah. JR. Yep. Well, Tony introduces one big woman. He's doing that shit again. This big woman. One Mr. Paul White. Yes. A.K.A. the Giant. No more BS. What a fucking stupid That That means the big show. And it means the way WWE runs business. You get it? I I get it. (laughs) Sorry. Paul White's here. He's happy. 
Talks about him and Tony going to be on commentary for that new dark show that I'm not going to watch. Well, um, we'll watch the first one, maybe. Uh, he said, I'm taking my job seriously, and I've got a big scoop. Scoop. That's what the BS is for, big scoop. Big, yeah, the big scoop. Well, it's the big scoop. Dude, he should just come out eating ice cream and blowing right. heaters every week. <laughs> That'd be, oh, man, I'd be all about him. That'd be okay. great. That's the big scoop. Ripping vape clouds everywhere. It's in a waffle cone tonight. Dude, I love waffle cones. Waffle cones delicious. Um, so he says that uh, we are signing a Hall of Fame caliber, caliber wrestler, okay. and I'm going to reveal who it is this Sunday Yeah, at AEW. Uh, I think he called it like Evolution, which was definitely wrong because it's Revolution. <laughs> Close but enough. that's all right, so, you know, Do you know why he misspoke? Because Evolution's a mystery. I hate you. I hate you so bad. Um, I saw a lot of people were like, obviously speculation runs wild. Yeah, sure. Um, a lot of people are like, yo, why are we doing this TNA bullshit? Because uh-huh. TNA used to do this, it seemed, every few months. Like, game-changing announcement. They're, 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 one time it was Tito Ortiz. They're walking that They're walking that TNA line a little bit, unfortunately. But it's, maybe we'll get Scott Steiner walking the tiger out. Oh, don't fucking... Don't tempt me. Mm-hmm. You know what, WWE? Right. WWE, you can sign Rick's kid. We're, we're just going to bring it Scott with a tiger. That's right. So, next match. So, wait, hold on, hold on. Who could it be? Who, who are you thinking? Who could it be now? Good job. Who do you think? Uh, Make a pick right now. I'm picking Ahmed Johnson. I'm not really Okay, that's Ahmed wishful Johnson. thinking. I know. Originally. I'm, sorry, I mean, I'm picking Big T. Even better. It's true. As long as he flips off the crowd and smacks right. his butt on the way out. <laughs> good, and, good. Dr- and walks into AEW drinking a gallon of milk. <laughs> so who's your pick? for uh, who, who, are you, who are you thinking? At first, I thought Kurt Angle. Okay. And now a lot of people have mentioned some shit on Twitter, I guess, tonight. Like, yeah. uh, speculating it could be Christian. Mm-hmm. So, so both of those options, very TNA. Well, yeah, because literally both of them left the and went to TNA. Right, and Christian had a better run there. He's held the title. And yeah, stuff. I I will always say Christian yeah. had a better run in TNA than he ever did in WWE. Yeah. Like his like him and Orton stuff was kind mm-hmm. of fun in like 2013. But, his, but, his but other WWE than that, stuff, his, yeah. his main WWE stuff like the height of his powers, if you will, was tag team with him and Edge. Yeah, yeah, five second pose and stuff. Sure, of course. Um, so, and you know, I, that's where I see a lot of people was just saying, yeah. Why do we keep signing all these guys? Right. Doesn't make any sense. I get like you have to have name recognition. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah, you've been on TV for like coming up on a year and a half now. Right, you got to build your own guys. Right, I, I think that I, I think I'd be more interested in AEW as a whole. And they do build their own guys because young, but they build young bucks like crazy. But like, I want to see the other guys. I want you know, OC hasn't been in a meaningful thing. Like, I mean, the Miro stuff, but it stinks. But like you know, like Eddie, right? Eddie, like let's 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 put the let's feature these guys all the time instead of letting these announcements and WWE stars steal the thunder. It's fine. Um, they're getting a little too crowded. And again, we, we expressed this when they when they brought in other people. Like somebody has to get moved out of the way because like with Sting, I'm excited to see Sting. I think Sting's looking good, but somebody gets moved out of the way for Sting to have his weekly spot like he does every week. Um, so this is going to be interesting. We talked about it, and I think what we talked about. There's only one name. That is like a holy shit. This is huge. This is your 
turning the tides moment. Alpha male Monty Brown. My, yeah, absolutely. For me, yeah, yes, yeah. I would, I would give, I would, I would tithe to AEW <laughs> like ten percent of my salary if, if they brought in Monty Brown yeah. and put the title on him. That just have him pounce everybody. Right. Absolutely comes in, pounces, ring explodes. He's the champion now. And then like AEW's like, all right, we're done. We're, we're done. We're done. That's it. Monty Brown retired. Yeah, hang him up. Hang his jersey up in the rafters. Yeah. Hang his. Uh, leopard print shirt up yeah, in the rafters, a, the tiger stripes, whatever. This wearing. ring is his Serengeti, baby. Right. Uh, no, it, it, Lesnar. It's such a long shot, but like to me, that's the only guy that will really make a big impact. That'll really matter. That is like you the know? ultimate holy shit, right? Christian's and cool. He's a talented guy. Sure. He just got cleared to work. Sure. Kurt Angle's cool. I hope he never wrestles again for his health. I don't health. think he will. Um, but if they're making this big announcement, it's got to be somebody who's going to wrestle, somebody who's going to add something to the roster. Big Show's not even doing that. Even though he says he has his license, he's going to wrestle here and there. I think the big, the Hulk Hogan to WCW moment, the only guy that can come close to that is, is Lesnar. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's fun to play around with. Right. Um, big Dave, another option. Yeah, Big Dave, yeah. Huge, megastar, but not, sure. not in wrestling anymore, necessarily. No, like, if it was Brock, it'd yeah. be just Huge. Mo- absolutely mind-blowing. Huge. But we'll, we'll find out we'll on find Sunday. We'll find out on Sunday, and you'll find out shortly thereafter on yeah. Sunday. But anyway. So, uh, AW Uber Women's Uber. Tournament Final. Okay. Rio Mizunami. Yep. Going up against Nyla Rose. Yeah, Mizunami wins. Next. I mean, yeah, yeah. I' super excited about it. I'm glad, you know. I uh, just I laugh because I'm like, okay, so the whole like or right. United States side was for nothing. Right. That's the thing. Nyla getting this far means basically nothing now, and it should have been Thunder Rosa. I want to see how long so it that takes. break can cost her the match, and and Mizunami gets to move on. I want to see how long it takes for Nyla to be back on TV. Right. We'll see. Yeah. She wasn't on TV for a long time before this, right. so we'll see. Right, and she she they had her win, but she didn't have a particularly great run through this tournament. So like, it just doesn't matter. It it doesn't do anything. They were teasing on commentary about the the third meeting between her and Sheeta, and like paying that off, and who truly is the better one. And I'm glad they didn't go in that direction, but it makes the rest of the U.S. side of the bracket pointless. Yeah, um, yeah. we just got Nyla Rose matches that weren't particularly good. Yeah, I'm with um, you. So, but. I'm excited for Mizunami versus Shida. We're going to get a pay-per-view Joshi match. I'm about it. Uh, yeah. In the U.S. Yeah. And, you know, maybe if Shida wins, she'll come out in that white suit again. <laughs> Sup. Sup, Shida. So Shida gets in the ring, gives the trophy to Rio. Yeah. Bow, shakes hands. Uh, and then Rio just fucking levels right. her. And listen, it's all about wrist control. Mm-hmm. Okay? They have each other's wrists and they just keep slogging it out. Right. And they're smiling while doing it. Put it in my fucking veins. Right. I think um, that's going to be a killer match. I, I think hope. I think we'll see the next level of Sheeta because it'll be easier to communicate. They have a history. They have a, a sort of chemistry already. And I think Sheeta's been good, um, but she's also been not so good. And I think it's sort of the caliber of American wrestlers that she faces have to sort of I don't not walk her through stuff because she's a, a, a talented wrestler. Oh, but for the, sure. But communication and chemistry has been a bit of an issue sometimes i think this one will be killer i hope i'm excited so. for this god i hope so yeah uh we come back from break shivani's in the ring here mm. comes the stinger ski of own stinger uh you know he says stinger you're prepared sting says two weeks ago he thought he was ready but then cage power bombed him and it didn't feel too good yes but then he says cage you knocked all the rust off and i'm ready for a fight mm-hmm. and uh, out comes ricky starks by himself yeah and he said uh, he's tired of his budding romance between Sting and Shivani. Mm-hmm. 
says, you know, Sting, he showed something that he that uh, Stark hasn't seen in him. He said, I'm man enough to admit, like, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you this is the Stinger. This is the icon. And then he says, by the way, you're not really an icon. That's right. Because Sting, Sting, there's only one man who's an icon. Roddy Piper? It's Roddy Piper. Damn right. I cower over no man. Icon. Fucking love Piper. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ricky paintbrushes him. Yeah. Sting starts beating the shit out of him. Uh, Stark's Dude. bumps like crazy for Sting. Dude, right? Like, like he, crazy. He made like he made it seem like Sting was Brock Lesnar. Uh-huh. Like he was yeah. flying Which all over good. the ring. Good, you got to start Sting, uh, Sting's age. Starks. You got to make him look good. It's up to you to make him look like a million bucks. Starks is the man. Unlike what Seth Rollins did with him. Oh boy, yeah, he almost paralyzed. Well, him. even before that, he wasn't helping him any. Well. So, uh, Sting is just beating the shit out of him. Sting puts him in the Scorpion Deathlock. Yep. Sting falls over in the Scorpion Deathlock, well, which made me giggle. Yeah. Um, because Hobbs and Hook come running in from the crowd. Hook put Sting in like a choke. That's right. And Sting just brushed him off. Yeah, of course. Uh, Cage grabs Sting because he comes running out. He's going to powerbomb him. Mm-hmm. Darby comes out. He well, the jumps music, on his the back. The music hits and Cage is looking, for, looking through the stands and Darby tricks him. Comes, comes out, out from, the, from the entrance ramp. Yes. Uh, Team Taz retreats. Mm-hmm. Sting hits the Stinger Splash. Darby to the top rope. Shotgun dropkick to Cage. Yeah. Team Taz, they take off running. Yep. So They're building that. It's going to be interesting, man. I, I It's probably going to be a cinematic match, I imagine, on Sunday. You know, I don't know. I don't know how much ta- or Sting could actually do. So we'll- uh, He's taking power bombs and shit. That's one bump. Yeah, but he doesn't have to bump in a match. You just brawl it out. Yeah. You know? Just kicks and punches and strikes. Kick, kicks and all. punches, stinger splashes, give him a couple squishers. Kick, punch, it's all in the mind. And if you want to test me, I'm sure you'll find. And this is why you're my best pal. Um, but, you know, I, 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 you're right. It probably will be cinematic. But I think Sting, they can, they can work around. Let Stark's bump pretty big for him. You know, let Sting sort of take take a big shot from cage and tag out or retreat from cage you know play that a little bit because sure. cage has beat him up a couple times so he's weary to get in there with him but he knows he can toss around starks darby and cage are the the feud anyway right now i think they could work a real match sting wouldn't be taking too many bumps until probably the end or so but uh i think they can do it but maybe cinematics the better way to go yeah next is it, match is it a gimmick is there a it's just they a street say? fight oh it's just a street fight yeah, okay that's all. yeah I was going to say, because you can, even in a street fight, you can work around, have some stuff in the ring, then take it out of the ring, and then put it up on the screen, but they're not actually doing it, and have them come, you know, you can yeah. you can work around a lot of stuff, yeah. sort of make it a hybrid. So next match, we have uh, 10. Yeah. With negative one. Mm-hmm. The, the homie. best part of the match, negative one. Yeah. Going and up that's it. against Max Caster. To, for the rights to be in the ladder match. Yeah. Um, awesome. Max Caster wins after about... Nine minutes. Uh, Jack Evans under the ring. He smashed 10 with a boom box. Yeah. Uh, Max Caster covers. There's the win. He also had the line of put you on blast like Lady Gaga's dog walker. He sure did. And then he got he was going to continue to rap and then stopped awkwardly. I don't know if he had some lines written to make fun of negative one and somebody was like, hey, maybe don't. Uh, well, if you remember even on the Brody tribute show, like him and yeah. uh, his tag partner were like the cheap heat guys. Yeah, so right, that's right. okay. But it was an awkward ending, though. It seemed like he wanted yeah. to say more and they told him to shut up for a second. <laughs> but So after the match, Matt Hardy gives Jack Evans a envelope of $4,200 because oh, this is still fucking happening. Yes, it is. Um, Miro... 
cuts a promo against Chucky e. T mm-hmm. and says he has no other option to give the people what they want, destruction. Everyone's been waiting for Miro to bust some heads. And yes. You don't have to wait any longer. And Right. <sighs> yeah. Not interested. Main event time. Is it, though? Matt Hardy and Quinn mm-hmm. going up against John Silver and the Hangman. Yep. When uh, when I realized, so it was pretty late. I got home pretty late to watch wrestling. Yeah. It was at this point. It was like after twelve thirty, and I'm yeah. going, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. I'm like, "Boy, I'm gonna have to power through this one." Hangman and John Silver got the win. Eleven yeah. minutes. Uh, so uh, I don't know that they're gonna permanently become a tag team. Probably not. They should. They should. They have a poor Alex Reynolds. You got to keep him in right. There. But uh, John Silver is the man. The meat man. Yeah. The raw dog and hangman Adam Page, they should get matching gear and the, call themselves the Hanging Meat Men. I'm about it. You okay, tweet it. All right, tweet it at them. Okay. Um, yeah, John Silver rules. Yep. Uh, hangman rules. Yeah. Matt Hardy was like he's moving in the mud. Uh, and like this weird like splitting up a private party every week for to tag with Matt Hardy. Yeah, and then uh, like after the match, Hardy attacks. Remember when they let these guys beat the Young Bucks and they were going to be treated like the biggest tag team, like the, the homegrown tag team, and this is what they're doing now, like a year and a half later. Pe- Pepperidge Farmers remembers. Right, garbage. Matt attacks uh, from behind. He clocks Silver. Then he's hitting Page and he's saying, "This this was just a setup, uh, and I'm going to take the money." And right. I'm just like, holy. F- Fuck, this sucks. Right. Terrible. Uh, like, God, like, this is your, like, closing segment on a go-home show? Like, yep. what are we doing? Like, um, Dark Order runs down there, start beating up Matt yeah. Hardy. They're just stomping the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Negative ones losing his mind on stage, yeah. which was cool. And then out comes, like, Butcher and Blade, and more guys come out. Because there's a tag team and battle royal. it's a royal tag team battle royal, and this is, like, the go-home segment? Yeah. They're they're like, hyping their tag team battle royal for the pre-show yeah. of the pay-per-view as they're going. And they're, like... Pac and Ray Phoenix run down, yeah. and Matt Hardy makes a run for it. Um, it was weird, it was weird. man. The, 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 the last half of this show was very weird. It was good enough, but just odd for a go-home show. Uh, I'm still riding high because of the Shaq stuff, uh, but, man, yeah, uh, weird. It, it was just – it was like a – we you peaked at the at the opening of the show, yeah, definitely, and then it was there just was slow, big, gradually big downhill and reverse book show all yeah. the way. And I get it; they wanted to get the Shack thing out early to get of more course, eyes on yeah, it. it's eight, it's eight o'clock at night. You want right. gen, like casuals to tune in. Right. I get that, and exactly. I'm cool with that. That's the right thing to do. Yeah, but oh, it was weird. Right, like you couldn't have ended like the night with like Omega and Moxley promo or something. Right, you'd think like, they'd have a square off or something to hype like, the main event of the pay-per-view. Yeah. Like have somebody, have Mox with barbed wire or something that something, explodes guys. to tease it. <laughs> like something. Something other than Onita. I mean, Onita's great. I love Onita, but like, yo, like that's, right. that that match has some hype. Right. Like, end it with that. Right. What are we doing here? I agree. It's fucking weird. Let's tune in to the USA Network now. Yes, USA. NXT. NXT. Let's see what we're getting into. Uh, that's a good way to describe it. First match. What are we getting into? Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. Yeah. Going up against Toothless Timmy uh-huh. and Tommaso Champer. Didn't we just see this not that long ago, too? Well, uh, this is like the replacement match for what was supposed to be the MSK match. Oh, right. Because uh, Wes actually broke his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. Poor dude. Yeah. That's bad luck. Yeah. But he should sucks. be back in a few weeks. Not going to be that big of a deal. Yeah. They'll get the, I, I assume they'll get their title shot when they come back. Yeah. Right? And this match was non title. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's so, right, because Tomasa was like, usually man enough to give a title shot and need some, did he, he like balls or he hinted that he was going to say balls? I don't remember. I don't, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Birch and Lorcan, they get the win. Mm-hmm. It was like 13 minutes. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought it was mm-hmm. like they beat each other up. Right. It didn't go too long. Yeah. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. It was just, it's tough when you kind of have like a throwaway though. Yeah. Like the, the, the finish is never in doubt. Right. Um, they hit uh, what you call Thatcher with like the elevated DDT for the finish. Yeah. During the match, Imperium showed up on stage mm-hmm. because they have Thatcher has history with them. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Like so, before they were WWE, it was him, mm-hmm. Bartel, and uh, uh, Walter. Oh, together. really? Yeah. Okay. I think it was uh, Ringkampf was their name. Okay. Um. Yeah. So they in like in like Germany, like, uh, WXW, WXW, I believe Germany? it was. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. So they have history. I saw the pictures of them, but I didn't. I didn't know. I just well, and that's them and, and we'll talk about it a little bit later because yeah. Champa says something. So, hmm. um. But yeah, I thought the match was fun. Yeah, like it was just very good. Yeah. It's like the curse of being a smart mark, if you will, or a, a you know a an exposed wrestling fan is that you're watching this and we know what the finish is going to be. We know that it's a throwaway match. So it, it's, it is harder as a, as an adult wrestling fan. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is, it, it just is what it is. At it just is what it is. The wrestlers have to work harder. It's sort of part of the reason why wrestling has become what it is because you have to work harder to get people invested because the storyline is just not there. We, most of us understand what's going to happen. Sure. Um, but, but it also a non-title match, usually the non-champions win those. So that was, you know, but whatever. Yeah, hey, I, that was Birch and Lorcan's first tag match. I felt like on TV in a yeah. long time. Yeah, very long. It's time. a long. This is a long run for transitional champions. The transitional's gone. Uh, we go to a very pissed off Roddy Strong coming to the yes. ring. He throws down his uh, UE dog tags, which it's I laughed because like Cole snatched them last week. But hey, that's really fixed them. So he starts. He wants Adam Cole. Out comes Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Um, and says that Adam's not going to come out for you. Roddy says, you know, this is your fault. Yes. This is all your fault. This is why Undisputed Era is breaking up. Finn says, no, this is this is why you broke up and mm-hmm. holds up the belt. Right. And then says, I know how to get him out here. Hey, Cole, next week you and me for the title. Right. He goes, that'll get his attention. That should get him out here. Mm-hmm. And then he cuts down Roddy a little bit saying, you're never going to be at the top. You have no killer instinct. Right. And uh, Roddy levels him. Which, as you should, sure, show some some fire, kid. Gotta figure out what Roddy's doing because he's kind of twisted in the wind right now. Well, yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, I'm still hey, I'm still along for the story. So, yeah. uh, Roddy levels them; they break them apart. And tonight, it's gonna be Roddy versus Finn in the main event. Yes. Which, when I saw that, I'm like, all right, yeah. sign me the right. fuck up. So, I, I will admit, uh, watching NXT, I watch NXT second. At this point in my night. Uh, my phone was blowing up with all the barstool shit, okay. like all the. And I was waiting to get some sort of response and fight. Uh, so I I watched all of NXT, but man, some of it I was I was more like, when's this barstool guy gonna actually rip into me so I can embarrass him on the internet? So your choice for show this week is gonna be skewed. I mean, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. All right. Well, let's keep going. Yeah. Um, we go to a psych hospital. Yes. Where a therapist is there with the whole damn way. Yeah. Uh, scumbag Candace suggested being locked up with a dude for three days isn't a vacation, which I was like, <laughs> that was a good that was a good line. Right. Um, 
Indy's doodling Mrs. Indy wrestling Loomis. My favorite part of this thing is Which, when she has to show it to them. Dude. Uh-huh. Gargano's like, what are you doing? Right. You ruined Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you that name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's freaking out. The, the therapist starts freaking out on him and says, you have deep rooted issues. You need to get out of here. You need to get out of here. Right. Uh, and we got it to be continued. Yes. Thank God, because this is... Uh, we'll talk at the end of the, the whole segments, but damn. <laughs> Dude, uh, it sucks, and I wish that uh, Austin wasn't involved, Redacted wasn't Seriously, involved. Seriously, man. Because the rest of it is so funny. It's so goddamn funny. Uh, and, like, Indy is, like, growing on me by the minute because she's being very funny in this. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. So, we go backstage... Mm-hmm. And who's sitting there? Cameron Grimes. <laughs> He's saying it's time to make some changes. Yes. He wants to use the money to change the name of this place to the Cameron Grimes Auditorium. Right. Regal interrupts, tells him the crew member he hit last week might have might want to sue. Cameron says, I don't care. I got money. Right. And uh, he offers Regal money. And Regal says, I don't want your money, but you have a match with Bronson Reed. Mm-hmm. And Grimes says, damn you, Ted DiBiase. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta lead to him and DiBiase Dude, like just a confrontation fingers crossed gotta be uh, they announce officially next week Balor versus Cole for the NXT title yeah which I feel like this is gonna be where Cole wins you think so? Cole wins takeover is gonna be like Mania weekend yeah O'Reilly Cole it makes really? sense really? yeah I think, think they're so. ready to drop it to Balor drop it from Balor yeah. already yeah Okay. Yep, here, that's the story. Okay. Drop it to Balor. You have like a like around a little less than a month mm-hmm. more to build up O'Reilly yeah. Cole. Okay. I think that's where you So do you the, think the Roddy takes Cole's side and it's all been employed this whole time and he helps Cole win? Truthfully, I don't know what Roddy does. I'm saying he's twisting in the wind a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, next match, though, what I do know, mm-hmm. Aaliyah. Yeah, great. Going up against Ember Moon. Yep. Ember Moon comes out on the tank. Mm-hmm. Sup, all-timer Shotzi. All-timer. Last night was an all-timer. Okay. Like, All right. jaw dropped a little bit. Yeah. Um, they go back and forth. Really, the only thing that matters is Ember hitting the Eclipse at the right. end of the match. Right. Yeah. Five minutes, uh, Ember rules. Yeah. Not, as, to, not to overstep any boundaries here into a certain territory that I don't want to be associated with. Don't you goddamn But uh, But Shotzi's a real good Instagram follow. She indeed is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> you got me. I, I don't, I don't uh, even know what yeah, to say Ember, Ember hitting the, the finish is the best part of the match. Aaliyah is uh, uh, shocked that Aaliyah is still employed. I w- yeah. Like, listen, I don't want to, like, wish for anybody to lose jobs or anything yeah. ever. Right. But, like, she's been there a long time. And she ain't doing nothing. And that was the peak. Like, right. she, over. I feel like it's Peak done. was getting her nose kicked off her face. <laughs> yeah. Backstage, Timothy Thatcher gets asked about Imperium, and he yeah. says, "I, you know, I have a pass, and they keep throwing it in my face, mm-hmm. but they're just a pass, nothing more." Yeah, and Champion says, "Let's go." So, hmm, it's very funny that it's sort of like a like a jealous boyfriend versus like jealous of the ex. He's like, it, "You, it did, listen. It was important to me at one point, but it doesn't mean anything to me now. You mean everything to me now." But then you see him talking. You catch them DMing. Right. You know. Slide into DMs. Like, oh, she just wanted me Text to pick messages. up a sweatshirt. Right. Like, it's my gonna, favorite hoodie. Chompa's going to be reading 
Thatcher's text messages. This is going down some weird territory. There's like some weird fan fiction yeah. that's happening. Yes. I don't want that. No, it's just gonna, never mind. <laughs> go, no, go no, ahead. No, say, say what nope, you want to say. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. You're a man or a mouse? I'm a mouse. Okay. <laughs> chirp, chirp. <laughs> All right. Next. <laughs> what the fuck is happening tonight? Uh, next match. The WWE Women's Tag Team titles are on the line. They are. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending against Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Do winners with attitude ets. Winners of the Dusty Cup. Yeah. This goes 13 minutes. Yeah, you know what? Nia Jax is bad at wrestling. Uh, I'm happy you said it. She's bad. She's bad at wrestling. Like, listen, I don't... I, <laughs> I don't honestly, I, I can't tell you the last time I watched a full episode of Raw. Right. I don't really care what she does. I never really cared what no. she did. All I know is she hurt my, my poor baby Kyrie Sane and right. sent her back to Japan. Right. She's hurt Bailey. Yep. She's hurt everybody. Becky. Everybody. I mean, granted, it, it worked out in Becky's favor, but still, sure. like, you fucking right. threw the old potato at right. her. Right. Um, there was a point in this match where she grill pressed Dakota Kai uh-huh. and just dropped her like right, right on her shoulder. Right. I'm like, oh come on, she's uh, she's very bad at wrestling, and I appreciate the uh, the she's large, so she's super strong wrestling uh, sort of mathematics of it all, but she's just not a talented wrestler. Um, yeah, not know, not my cup of tea. I like the size difference. I like that she looks imposing in the ring. This gear she wore was not uh, it's an odd design, uh, an odd place to put like lace on a woman's bodysuit. But whatever. Um, but man, she's she's just like fundamentally she's a bad professional wrestler, and like that's hard to get past. And with her history, I'm just waiting for her to hurt people. Um, so it's just fundamentally a bad professional wrestler, uh, but fundamentally a very good professional wrestler is Shayna Baszler. <laughs> yeah, uh, the stuff with Shayna and Dakota Kai I thought right. was really good. Yep. I thought it was yep. awesome. Uh, the ending fucking sucked. I hated it. Uh, yeah, so I I mean I was upset. Um, I like the idea of a screw job that they're gonna move forward and build. These, these two teams feuding, hopefully, and Regal feuding with Adam Pierce a little bit. My whole thing is, what's the point? Why do we fucking need it? Why? Because maybe you... I don't know, dude. Like, I just... Built toward Mania with it. I don't know. I just don't. Like, why do you have to do that? Right. Just do a fucking screw job finish. Well, so... Rev, Rev counted a three. Dakota's foot was on the ropes. Right. So, That's it. Regal is saying that he's going to... They're changing the rules of the women's division or the tag titles or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is them, their way of introducing the NXT women's tag titles. It's, it's too much. It's too much. Um, but I think that their purpose was to keep Dakota and Raquel strong. Oh, I get the purpose, but it, I just it was like not. It. Yeah, it was it not executed there. as well as they thought. Um, and I think mostly it's because they're in a corner where Nia Nike doesn't know how to wrestle. She's not good at it. Yeah, not only is she not good at it, I think she also actively is unwilling to put people over and make people look good because she probably has that. And I don't know. This is just me speculating, but she has that mindset of like, how you couldn't beat me for real. So why do why should I make why should I make you look good if you couldn't beat me for real? It's all about me. I don't and know. I think she stays. Just, and honestly, yeah. I don't. I, I would never. I'll be uh, 
fine never watching her wrestle again. I'm not interested yeah. in her. I'm glad she's not on NXT. I want her out of here. Even when she was on NXT, I was like, okay, yeah. I just don't she's, care. She's coming dangerously close to challenging Dana Brooke for a certain title. Ooh, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're going back to therapy. Yes, part two. Uh, Dickhead's talking about how Dexter just might need a friend. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'll be his friend. Right. <laughs> Candace says, she mentions all the people that, uh, like, uh, Dexter kidnapped, uh-huh. and then she slips up, and it's just all Johnny texting her. Right. Um, <laughs> so, the uh, therapist opens the door, Johnny's outside, he's like, oh, I'm just going to get some Uber Eats, you guys yeah. want anything? Right. And she sends Candace into the packing, too, and she closes the door, and Dexter, or Johnny's like, no, for real, do you guys want anything from Uber Eats? <laughs> yeah. Like... It's just great. Um, Johnny's been real funny. It's Johnny's just a shame been... that it's circling around a piece of shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we go to the, to the studio where Isaiah Scott is there making beats. Okay. Uh, and then he talks about how Leon Ruff was handed opportunities while he got nothing. Yeah. He's not playing the good guy anymore. Okay. I don't care. Don't work. Speaking of things I don't care about, L.A. Oh, Knight. God. L.A. Knight's in the building. Yeah. Uh, can I just uh, lead off with this before we get to him just doing another rip-off rock promo with the Steve Austin voice? Um, it's so odd seeing a 40, seeing four-year-old dudes debut in NXT and be like, I'm here to take over the joint. Well, it's funny because like, this is his second round right. of like being at the performance center. Right. Like, and he's like, you know, it's L.A. Knight's time, and L.A. Knight did that. And it's just like, dude, you're 40. You're Eli Drake. You, you ain't – I don't see it like you're 40 years old. They signed you and they gave you the name L.A. Knight. I don't think they got high hopes for you, pal. Uh, yeah. So, and seriously, he he cuts like he switches between Austin promos with a rock voice and rock promos with an Austin voice. Sure. And it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, I never like we talked when he first arrived where. I never really gave a shit about Eli Drake. Right, and I like to his promos, like the two or three he's done. He's like, Eli Drake shows up when Eli Drake wants, or no, well, L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight shows up when L.A. Knight wants to. It's on his terms. I'll show up at the Performance Center when I feel like it. And then the very next week, he's like, hey, I'm at the Performance Center. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, how are you? Yeah. I'm he, here now. He says, I'm the last of a dying breed, which is bullshit, because that's, uh, <laughs> that's Eddie Kingston there, sir. Gimmick infringement, motherfucker. It is Eddie Kingston. Um, he says, I'm not going to be one of these guys that flips around. I'm just going to beat the hell out of you and blah, 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 blue. He gets kind of cut off by Bronson Reed making his entrance. Yeah. Knight stays ringside. Uh, so we're getting Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Cameron Grimes has that, uh, like rap theme song now as his actual uh-huh. theme song, which just yep. perfection. Hilarious. Uh, this match goes like eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes gets the win. Thanks to interference from L.A. Knight. Yeah. Because L.A. Knight, he throws Cameron Grimes' hat in the ring, and then he crotches Bronson Reed. Right. And Poor uh, Bronson Reed, man. He's again, they, they brought him back, gave him the new name, put the lizard on his jacket. and The lizard man. They haven't been doing much with him. Like, he's just been having them lose. Dude, like, I, like once they did, the, like, that whole stop calling him NXT's thick boy, uh-huh. I was like, yo, this guy's pretty good. <laughs> right, and they're just having them lose. And then just this but shit. But I guess this will lead to L.A. Knight and Bronson Reed, which I guess could work. But again... You're going to let Bronson Reed squash this guy you just brought in. doesn't make yeah, any sense. Like Bronson Reed should be killing guys. Right. Uh, but I am happy they, they're still protecting the cave-in. So. Yeah, because the cave-in is sick. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, 
I don't know. I like seeing Cameron Grimes. The match itself was okay. Yeah. It was one of those where it was like fucking commercial. There's so much just stuff. Killed on, it. There's so much stuff on NXT that is just like uh, sort of building to something else, so the matches don't really matter. Like these, all these matches are just a it way to get to the next. Feels like line. some of the matches are just an afterthought, right? Which I right. don't. I don't like well, NXT they're, they're used like, to not be that, right? They're like we need to get you know we need to get this person in this place and this person in this place so we can pay off their feud at a, at a takeover. How do we get it there? It's like, we'll just throw these two guys in a match and then we'll throw a third person in there or we'll do a screw job finish or we'll do some, like everything's just a little too convoluted in NXT right now. And I think it, it I think it's going to hurt them. I think a lot, I saw people talking online, like talking about how flat NXT feels uh, right now. And that's a shame. See, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I don't agree with it. Yeah. I don't agree people, with it. But people are, ta- are feeling that way and that's going to hurt them. Cause, because if they continue on this path where the matches are an afterthought and everything is kind of convoluted finishes or is just a, every match on, on NXT TV is to get, is to build something else to a pay-per-view. It's a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we see Regal and Adam Pierce arguing in the back. Mm-hmm. We go to Caden Carter. She says, Casey has a partially torn LCL. Yes. And that she's calling out uh, Zaya next week. Yeah. So that's going to happen. It's a good thing that the partially torn LCLs aren't contagious. Ooh, baby. So we're back in therapy. Part three. Uh, Scumbag says he was in a small room with windows boarded up, but he watched cartoons and ate yeah, cereal. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> they said, really, it was actually a nice time. Yeah. The therapist says, oh, I spoke with Dexter, and uh, Austin can't believe it. And uh, she says, Dexter doesn't like you at all. He's right. irritated by you. Yeah. You annoy him, and that's why he sent you home. Right. And uh, Scumbag runs out crying because his feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. And Johnny's like, I'm going to give her a piece of my mind, to which he pays her money. He goes, oh, that was great. Right. And then he says, he's handing her money, takes $100, and says, uh, no, that's for the arcade. Right, arcade money. Yeah. And he goes, who wants to go to Dave and Buster's? <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. We're going to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, we're going cheese. to Chuck E. Cheese. Right. So... Overall, dude, I thought like the three segments were so I funny. Him. I don't want Johnny's I don't want to admit it, but Johnny's real funny. He's he's, he's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's working. Yep. Next match we have scheduled is Brizongo, apparently wanting to get a little get a little taste. Mm-hmm. Is they're going up against Everrise? Uh, speaking of Everrise, did you watch this their, their weekend show this I, week? I did not. Cameron Grimes came on. Oh, did he? And threw money at him. I texted you about it. That was this week, right? So when you text me about it, I was in the midst of getting my second COVID mm, shot, right? And it was hectic, right? And then I yeah. lost the weekend. Yeah. We'll say that much. But so because the the Anthony, the guy who he uh, with the basketball trick, is the guy who films films the Everrise show. Uh, so Cameron Graham was just like throwing money, and I think like he sponsored. He ended up like sponsoring the show. And, that makes me real yeah, happy. Yep. And so he was there with Everrise, so it's God pretty great. And honestly, you should watch the show every week because it's really fun. I'll have to start. These guys are hilarious. Um, Brizongo's on the way to the ring. Legato runs down and beats the fucking shit out of them. Yeah, Brizongo's dressed as astronauts. <laughs> yeah, so of course. So they're back to the we wear different uniforms every week. Yeah. yeah. Um, is like like they're applauding them. But then Legato says, nope, we're beating your asses too. Right. Santos Escobar runs down, and he starts beating him down, and they it's just a brutal beat down. I'll tell you what, Legato do Fantasma, they're going to get a taste now. They better. Uh, sign me up. Right. Uh, he says, don't mistake last week for weakness, mm-hmm. and this is who we are. Yes. I love Legato. Uh, me too. They kill I, it. I honestly, I really do hope it leads to an Ever-Rise feud. That'd be so cool, It'd wouldn't it? would be great, yeah. Uh, Regal gets interviewed backstage. He says that because of what happened last in the women's tag match, I'll have an announcement next week that's going to change the landscape of NXT forever. Mm-hmm. 
<sighs> Every everything is going to change everything forever. Yeah. So. Main event time. It's got to be women's tag titles, right? Maybe. I don't know. Um, main event time. Finn Balor yes. going up against Roderick Strong. Yeah. Roddy not coming out to the Undisputed Era theme. Ooh. No more black and yellow. Mm-hmm. He's his own man. He's, okay. he's, he's the lone wolf Roddy yeah. Strong. The messiah of the backbreaker. Yeah. Man. Dude, I, I, I always liked Roddy. I've liked Roddy for a long time. Absolutely. So this match goes about 13 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Um... Finn got the win, nineteen sixteen. Yeah, Roddy was murdering him with backbreakers during the match. Finn was selling like a motherfucker. Right. Um, I thought it was really good. I liked it. Yeah. The finishing, Definitely. like the finishing stretch, was mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, these guys can wrestle. It's what you expect out of them. Yeah, like when I saw it on paper, I'm like, okay, I know it's gonna, like, you know, it was winning, but damn, mm-hmm. like this is gonna be great, and it was. Right. And I thought it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Cole comes to the stage, and he has a stare down with Finn. And they just pose at each other. Yeah. And then next, he goes off the air. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, check out this exclusive, like, app, what happened when it went off the air. It was a pull apart. It just, like, like out of cool, Like, it was like, okay, he went you out suck. of the ring. No, you suck. No, yeah. you suck. Was, no, you suck. It was weird. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, match, like, I, yeah, I it, thought the match was a ton of fun. It stayed on the trend of, like, it's just a match that's there to lead into the next thing. Like, that's sort of this what this whole show but was. But it's still but, part of the story because, like, right. Roddy... Roddy's got to get revenge on somebody at this point. And Roddy needs to find his place in the in the overall landscape of NXT. Yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it, though. Right. Um, so that was the end of NXT. That's it, pal. So I'm going to ask you the questions, right. and then we got to uh, preview uh, a pay-per-view. Yeah. It's a long show. we got a lot to talk about yet. But that's all right. All so, right. Well, I'll go real quick. You ready? AEW is Shaq. NXT is the... Uh, I'm giving it to the women's tag match. I liked it. Just fine. Uh, match of the night is Shaq and show of the night is Shaq. Okay. That's what it is. All right. Uh, I think, I, honestly, that it was a, AEW was a one-match card. And I know I said I was distracted. Uh, and, I, you know. Uh, you're, you're distracted. I was distracted. I'll admit that. But, man, I that Shaq thing really surprised me. So, for that alone... That's why that gets the pick because uh, AEW was definitely one of the weirder shows and booked kind of backwards in the last hour didn't matter, but man, that Shaq thing was so surprisingly good that it it just it, it rides high enough for me for for that to be my the old the old pick a Rooney okay if you will. So I am gonna go AEW Shaq okay. NXT I'm gonna go Finn Roddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, match overall I'm going Shaq okay because that was fun right. Uh, and I'm going NXT. Ooh. Because. Son of a bitch. That AEW show fell off a fucking oh, yeah. cliff. Yeah, hard. For me. Yep. Uh, it was just, like, the last hour or whatever was just like, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? Mm-hmm. Like, last 45 minutes. Uh, it yeah. just, I don't know. I it agree. just, it came to a screeching halt and yeah. was a real big letdown. Where NXT, like, nothing was bad. Right. You know, the women's tag match was good. The main event was good. Mm-hmm. I still like the story going on with uh, Finn and UE and where all that's all going. Yeah. The Gargano therapy stuff was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, LA Knight sucks, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go uh, NXT. All right. Well, pal, uh, let's see. That puts us overall, because uh, I'm done with the season two total stuff, 
Uh, I'm at 36 for AEW and 36 for NXT. Look at you, right down the middle. Right down the middle. And you are at 33 for AEW and 39 for NXT. Okay. Uh, and I get it, man. That I get technically that that NXT show was better, but that Shaq thing was just executed hey, so so it's much your fun. Your opinion, dude. It, You're it, allowed to have it. It was it was a lot. Of, it was real good. I really liked it. So that was that's enough. Uh, ratings wise, uh, AEW pulled a 9.34. Yeah. So that's the old Shaq bump right there. They got the Shaq. I mean, they Diesel they did bump. a 9.77 for the Brody tribute and a 9.95 in December. So you know they've been up here before, but that's a pretty good number. And NXT pulled a miserable 692. So AW's up 100,000. NXT's down 50,000 or so. Uh, but that's, again, that's NXT sort of right around that 700, to give or take, is yeah. uh, is right where they sit. But AEW got a pretty big bump from Shaq. Yeah. I would love to know, like, how they calculate these numbers. Like, is, do they pick the, the highest of the high that they were at? Because there's no way I, I completely believe them pulling nine thirty four or more for Shaq, but by the end of the show, those numbers ain't no. Well, around. and I know they break it down by segments and whatever. What was the high? I, right. I, I don't know how it all works, but right. I just know that they do all that shit. Right. So, but either way, yeah. AEW wins. I mean, the Shaq thing—that's pretty huge. Yeah. So we have a pay per view on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It was going to be for AEW's first Sunday pay-per-view. They usually run on Saturdays, but yes. uh, there's a fucking ginormous UFC pay-per-view mm. on Saturday. Three title fights. Wow. So, okay. like, listen, you ain't competing with that. Sorry. No. Uh, so we got AEW Revolution. Revolution, no matter what the big, sh- not the big show tells you. <laughs> the, the not big show. Yeah. So we have on the pre-show, mm-hmm. Riho and Thunder Rosa Against Britt Baker and Reba. Why? I don't know. Is this a thing? That's what Wikipedia says. Okay. Britt and Reba. That's why. I don't understand. I mean, I guess I understand, yeah. but I don't actually understand. Uh, it's pre-show. Who said it's pre-show? Yeah. Who'd you take? Uh, Man, I, I mean, I guess I, I'm going to take Britt and Reba, I guess. Okay. I'm going to say Riho Thunder Rosa. Okay. There's no rhyme or reason, but okay. I mean, it's just going to be the match to push their feud when they could have done that in a tournament, but instead they're going to do it at a pre-show match. That's really dumb to me, but all right, whatever. <laughs> no problems. Uh, Casino Tag Team Royale for uh-huh. future AEW World Tag Team title shot. I'm not going to go through everybody. No. Because there's a lot of fucking teams. Yeah. I don't know who's going to win it, dude. Uh, Death Triangle. Okay, you're going to go Death I'm Triangle? Death Triangle. All right. Um... For fun, uh, Jesus Christ, I have no idea. I'll go Kazarian and Daniels, I guess. Wow, okay. I just, I don't know. I like it. Fast track there, never wrestling as a tag team again. Exactly. Thing. Like, let's, okay. yeah, let's get it out of the way. Um, we right. have Miro and Kip Sabian. Oh, Jesus. Going up against OC and Chucky T. Are you sure we have to watch this this weekend? <laughs> well, well, I don't know, but... Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, Chuck and OC. So, yeah, same. Yeah. God, I hope. Please, I oh, Jesus hope. Christ. Then take Miro off TV, have him flip out on Kip, beat him up, disappear from TV for like two months, and then come back as just a shit kicker. Don't let him talk. Give him a fucking manager or something. I don't know. But no more of this bullshit. Yeah. Stop letting him talk. Dude. He's real bad <laughs> at it. 
anyway. Next, we have Face of the Revolution ladder match uh-huh. for a future AEW TNT title yeah. match. Okay. Cody Rhodes, uh-huh. Scorpio Sky, Penta, Lance Archer. Oh, Penta's in it? Yes. Oh, okay. Lance Archer, Max Caster, uh-huh. and TBA. Yeah. I'm going to say TBA wins it. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll go Mag- with... Magnum TBA. That's my... <laughs> I hope. Uh, I'll go with... Oh, God. <laughs> I fucking know. TBA. Because I'm trying to... Are like, you going TBA yeah, also? Yeah, okay. because usually TBAs win. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, did, they, did they do that with Matt Seidel, or they tried, right? And they slipped, and they were called it, like, no, let me let's uh, not do no, this. Well, they did with Brian Cage. Yeah, so. Oh, right, yeah, TBAs. Yeah, we'll go with the TBA. If not, I'd be, I'd, I think it'd be cool to see Max Caster just to surprise everybody. Yeah. But, like, Penta, be, but Penta be a good shot. Penta Darby. That'd be fucking great. Right. Uh, the big money match where the winner receives the loser's 2021 first oh, quarter like, earnings. What does this mean? Okay. Adam Page, Matt Hardy. Oh, man. I I don't think they're going to do this, but I, I, I hope Hangman wins. I'll go Hangman. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it, though, because usually in gimmicks like this, the heel wins it so Ugh. that the babyface can fight his way back up and get his triumph. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, singles match for the AEW Women's World Title. Hikaru Shida defending against Ryo Mizunami. Man, I uh, again, I I don't think they'll they'll do this, but I would love to see it. Uh, I'm gonna pick Mizunami. Okay. Shake it up. You gotta. You gotta do AEW something. AEW has a really hard time with shaking things up. Tournament winners should right prevail in the end. She just got the long run. She's very good. She organized this whole thing. Let's give it to Mizunami. Let's keep her over here and let her kick some ass for a little bit. Uh, with all that said, I'm gonna go shoot it. Yeah, I mean, you're you're probably right. <laughs> like it's just eh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, next match, street fight. Okay. Team Taz versus Darby and the Stinger Man. Yo, there's a lot of matches for a pay per view. Yeah, dude, and it starts at eight o'clock, and it's supposed to run to like midnight. And on a Sunday, yeah, and we're gonna record after. Yeah. Oh boy, okay. Who's in the street fight? Team Taz. Team Taz. Cage and Starks. Yeah. Oh, Stinger and Darby. Yeah. Stinger and Darby. Yeah, of course. You know, Sting doesn't make his return match no. and lose. Was, they said this is his first match since 2015. Yeah. That was the Rollins bullshit. What an asshole. Uh, next match, mm-hmm. the tag titles are on the line. What the fuck, really? The Young Bucks. Oh, my God. Against Jericho and MJF. Why do they think this is a good idea? There's like nine matches total. That's crazy. Including the pre- well, with the pre-show That's match. That's nuts. Yeah. That's too much. You know, WWE stuff's been in and out in like two hours, two and a half. That's the, way, fucking, that's the only good thing they're doing. Well, and we talked about this on the last pay-per-view they did. Yeah. We said, like, listen, like, I think that they try to stuff quantity right over quality because they know that hey you're paying a lot of money for right. this they want to give you your money's worth they want to give you your money's worth yeah yeah but it's bad it, it, it fatigue uh, on a sunday night i'll be exhausted by the end of this yeah card. it's gonna be it's gonna be a long one yeah um with that said uh i'll go bucks retain bucks retain because like they haven't paid off any of the fucking young good brother stuff no they haven't 
They're, they're, who, 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 dude, I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a disaster. The a lot of the like upper mid card of this company is a goddamn disaster. It's weird. All right, I'm assuming um, that the the death match is next. Yeah, final exploding barbed wire death match for the AW World Title: Omega and Moxley. Fuck, man, it's Mox's kind of match. But I think Mox might have uh, some other obligations he wants to go and fulfill. Uh, Omega in his healiness and his TNA crossover and all that shit. Omega retains. There's, yeah. There's going to be chicanery. There's going to be some issues, even though it's Mox kind of match. I think he's I think he's going to be off TV for a bit, having that kid soon. He's got a Japanese belt that they decided to let him retain. Yeah. Oh, so, my God, dude. That felt like that was weeks ago. I know. Did you watch that match? No. It was really good. I'm sure it was. It was really good. It was weeks ago, wasn't it? No. It was really? just like this past Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. With the week I've had, it feels yeah. like weeks well, ago. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah. I, I had uh, today, sidebar, uh, just to make this episode even longer, uh, it, it's going to be weird out of context, but like, uh, I had sh- somebody showed me something they designed and wanted my opinion on it. And, uh, the person was given the assignment on Monday and I was like, that's real good. I can't believe you designed something that good in a day. And then I was like, Oh shit, it's Thursday. I thought it was Tuesday and I was feeling real bad about myself. Cause I'm uh-huh. like, I can't design something that good that quick. And then I was yeah. like, Oh yeah, had four days. All right. I could do that. We're good. So, yeah, I have no, I have no, no concept of time. No, but we're still in a pandemic. Time right. doesn't exist. Are you going Omega? Yeah. All right, Omega. Going Omega. And, All right, uh, we got some, we got some difference makers here. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. This is too much wrestling. I'll tell you that already right now. <laughs> too much. <laughs> too, much. Did, too much wrestling. Uh, it's a lot of fucking wrestling, dude. Right. Like this On is a Sunday night. Like part of me wants to be like, hey, you want to record Monday night? About the pod, about the baby, we'll see. I we'll mean, see where it actually yeah, is. Yeah, well, neither of us sleep, so no. We'll uh, uh, we'll see where. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. I'm gonna get in the plugs real quick. You ready? Let's get the hell out of here. You got anything else you want to talk about? No. You good. You sure? You positive? Um, You're done? Yeah. All right. Uh, Wednesday War Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Wednesday Night War Podcast on Instagram. Wednesday Night War Pod at Gmail if you want to email the show. We're on the soon-to-be-named network at STBN Network on Twitter, soon-to-be-named-network.com, soon-to-be-named-network.tumblr.com. You can find all our episodes that are posted anywhere we guessed. They'll be posted there as well, along with every other show from the soon-to-be-named network. We're talking Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, At Odds with Wrestling, Puzzle Warriors 3, Profane Argument, Final Wrestling Place, and Porch Talk when that returns. It's still a little too cold. We are also on PW Ponderings, pwponderings.com, at pwponderings on Twitter. Check those guys up out. We put the show up uh, on our website, uh, WednesdayNightWarPodcast.com, like 1, 2 a.m. Fridays. Uh, They'll put it up a day or two afterwards. But they they have some other good shows and are a good source for independent wrestling and otherwise, so we're glad to be on there as well. Uh, Friends of the show, The A Show, at The A Show on CKCC. They do wrestling show. They draft and all that stuff. You can go listen to those guys. Pod the Dreaded Sundown at Pod Sundown. Their horror movie podcast. Our friends uh, Chuck and Bill, not Billy and Chuck, unfortunately. Nor are they Chuck and Billy. Uh, their horror movie podcast. They're good guys. They're covering a lot of fun stuff this month. I think Tales from the Hood was was this week or is coming I out this week. So. Uh, and uh, Cinema Vertigo Go at Cinema Vertigo Go. Uh, our friends Ron and Sam and James. 
uh, not our friend Robbie. They cover two movies a week also. They're good people. Uh, so give them a listen. Uh, and uh, Tim and Marcus from Final Wrestling Place have a viewer's choice where they review pay-per-views, so they'll have a, an AEW review show. We should fight them because they're we like, should doing the fight same thing. them. You just said we right. should fight them. We're like, well, like, I don't know. Well, I guess I don't have the energy to fight anyone. No, nah, that's true. <laughs> Boar's like a little bigger than me, but I'm a little bro- wider than him. I don't know like, who that is. I know, I know Marcus is on the oh, show. I don't whatever. know who you're talking well, about. Well, whatever. I th- I'm pretty sure they, they they've dropped that kayfabe, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, they're at uh, VC on North South on Twitter. I think we could take them. Uh, the boar is like the Iron Man of t- Tony Stark. He's, uh, he's uh, Tony Stark is an Iron Man, but he hires Iron Man to handle his shit. Okay, that's how that works. I'll make I'll make that that way. Uh, personal wise, you want to reach out to me? I'm at the Dooge T H E D W O G E. Uh, I don't know. We can talk about stuff on there. I have no idea. I haven't been talking about much. I don't think I'm that active on Twitter. I just kind of cruise and watch what other people are doing and like a lot of stuff and retweet some things good for you but you reach out to me well I'll, I'll give you a hey what's up you're a twitter cruiser now uh, is that a thing i have no fucking idea all right we'll slide into my dms and tell me if that's a thing uh where can they find you pal at bread x edge five seven zero uh i've been a little life heavy this week so okay. haven't been really too active but yeah. uh fuck the utah jazz and joel Embiid is a god oh yeah yeah, oh. those fucking crybabies. Okay. Oh, we're a small market team. Nobody wants to see us win. Shut the fuck up. Mm. Just because you lost to the MVP. Mm-hmm. That's my man's. Uh, okay. This weekend, though, if you want to watch some wrestling that's not AEW Revolution, go to independentwrestling.tv, Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. We mentioned before, use the promo code Mortis. It'll get you five days free. And uh, you can watch the uh, much maligned Haas Tournament. Friday and Saturday. Uh, the Saturday show has the finals. Of, well, it's not the finals, but it's the payoff from the IWTV World uh, Independent Wrestling Championship. Warhorse versus Genkai, who won the Masked Wrestler. Oh, that's the thing. That's the, did they that's ever on reveal Saturday. who Genkai was? No, because Genkai won the tournament. Now got the IWTV title shot. Oh. So that's going to be on Saturday, 7.30 Central time. Okay. So if you want to watch that or any other shit on the uh, award-winning independentwrestling.tv. Award-winning. Tune the fuck in. All right. That's it? That's it. All right, well, do your thing. Let's get the hell out of here, pal. You're, you want to wrap this shit up? I want to wrap this shit up. I want to edit this shit. I want to put it up. Yeah, and I want to go to uh, bed. It's 1 a.m. and I forgot that I, I said I'd work at 7 a.m. Whoopsies. What a dummy. Yep, whatever. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Pro Wrestling, let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Night off, nerds!